You're an interesting man, Mr. Scalani. Thrown out of Hogwarts for endangering human life. That was an accident. With a beast. Yet one of your teachers argued strongly against your expulsion. Now, what makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you? I really couldn't say. So setting a pack of dangerous creatures loose here was... It was just another accident. Is that right? Why would I do it deliberately? To expose wizard kind. To provoke war between the magical and non-magical worlds. Mass slaughter for the greater good, you mean? Yes. Quite. I'm not one of Grindelwald's fanatics, Mr. Grace. is the Nerd Talkalypse podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talkalypse Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead Universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike, and most things in between. That's right, guys. And here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us this week for episode 37 of Nerd Talklips Podcast. This is the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them special. We are here today, me and Lane, with Theodore Whipple, local from Dubois. Um, and we are going to be diving super deep into Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them because oh, yes. we've been waiting for this movie our whole lives, apparently. <laughs> we didn't. We just found out about it not too long ago, but I felt like I couldn't breathe again until I saw that Warner Brothers logo in the theater. It is uh, the... Harry Potter movie we deserved. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And Agreed. The one we wanted. Yeah, <laughs> the one we needed. We didn't even know that we wanted it until we saw that it was a thing. And I, years and years ago, I was given that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them okay. textbook, like, and it has like like library cards and stuff in it. And I was just like, I was like, huh. And then I also got Quidditch of the Ages at the same time, and I never cared enough to read them. But again, my favorite thing about this movie, though, is that, and Theo, I'm sure you can agree. There's no book it's about, so we can't look at it and say, oh, they didn't do that in the book. They didn't do this in the book. This didn't happen in the book. Right. That, that is that, 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 that's <laughs> super exciting um, because that's her- horrendously frustrating with the uh, 
the Harry Potter series. Oh, yes. Um, starting with, in my opinion, the third movie. Agreed. Because um, one and two were almost... Yeah, one and two were... Perfect. Uh, just about perfect. And then the third movie happened. Um, <laughs> the third movie happened. Yeah. Third <laughs> it just happened. happened. <laughs> um, and my... Like, the first instance that uh, it was genuinely noticeable that they differed from the book, uh, in the third movie at least, was... Um, no one really explained why Harry's Patronus took the form that it did. And mm. that was that was kind of central to his character going forward because it was a connection that he had with his parents. Right. And that was very, very much something that he needed. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, of course, the rest of the movie sort of spiraled out of control until Fourth J.K. One. Rowling oh. said, Stop mangling my work, you stupid axe. Because the seventh one actually redeemed itself with accuracy like yeah i, I feel the seven the two seven movies did pretty good at there's still some stuff that wasn't the biggest my biggest problem is that they didn't go over the horcruxes like they did in the books like he didn't know there was a goblet he didn't know there was this they didn't hear about the gaunts so right he right. was just kind of shooting ends in there trying to find this fucking cup that he had no idea existed <laughs> right um <laughs> they, they did go a little bit into um what Voldemort would have used yeah, but um, but it wasn't as intensely covered in the books, and because that was such an integral plot point, mm-hmm. they kind of missed out. Of course, there were if you go back and read the books um, after reading uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, um, even from the first book, she was dropping major hints about what was going to come. Oh yeah, and some of the things that you didn't really realize why she was focusing on them in those books. Um, even for the small, tiny portions that she was, it all made sense by the seven. Yeah, you're like, oh, she, like, oh, she had a purpose. That, okay, right. <laughs> she wasn't just shooting shit out of her ass. So. Right. <laughs> but, all right. Well, so anyway, the first thing I want to do before we actually dive really deep into it is I want to give a little bit of a personal shout-out to at DRogers1991 on our Twitter feed for showing us some serious love and support of our show and saying that we have one of the best <laughs> podcasts out there. And, uh, among among five that he listed, we were number one in the list. I'm not sure if that's what he meant by. We did not pay this guy to say that. Yeah, we did not pay him to say it. I don't know if he meant them in <laughs> order. <I'm> not <laughs> I don't know if he said them in any particular order, but he he called out about five of his favorite shows and said that you know we're some of the best podcasts Fuck, out I'll there. I'll take it if we're his fifth favorite. I don't give a shit. If we're that's what I'm list. saying. Like I and I just I, I, I something to be proud of. He, yeah. uh, there, there was a series of tweets that happened between us and and him, and I told him I was like, look, man, I was like. You showed us some serious love. I'm going to shout you out on the show because that deserves something. So right. um, thank you at D Rogers 1991 for doing that. Um, I, I should have got a little bit more info. I know that the guy, the guy's a YouTuber. Um, he's got some stuff going on on his channel that, that um, we'll, we'll look more into. We'll talk, you know, we'll talk to him more about it. Maybe but, he uh, can be a potential guest at some point. Yeah, man, if you hit us up, if there's something, you know, pick your poison, dude, we got, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about stuff. So, if we don't know what it is, we'll you'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll listen. But yeah, so as as our listeners that are, are on the actual podcast feed itself, we are live on Facebook. So if you hear anything um, about us interacting with viewers that are on, that's why. You know what I mean? If it's a little weird, it's not anything new to our listeners. We've done it a million times. Um, but I always let, like to to let everybody know that that's what Thank we're you. up to. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's kind of scabby right now. It's getting. Lane, last week, as you guys saw, Lane is now showing off his uh, Dragon Ball Z tattoo that he went live with last week. I'm going to have all seven on me by the time my life is over. Yeah. But, okay. Well, if you want to go ahead and get started, I'm going to... Okay. This is an intro. Uh, We're going to do a spoiler-free plot first. So, you can listen now. If you do not want to hear spoilers, we will tell you when spoilers come. But... 
Eccentric mag magazoologist is the way they're saying it. Newt Scamander, which we know he is the author for the book that the Hogwarts students use called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. He is Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne. He comes to New York for a reason we won't disclose quite yet with his trust with his trusty weathered case. This case is one of those way, way bigger than on way, way bigger on the inside magical devices like like the TARDIS, the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Hermione's which bag. A, which I'm much more of a nerd for. But <laughs> I love Harry Potter too, so. Oh. Um, and uh, within it are expansive habitats for a collection of rare and endangered ma magical creatures from Newt's travels around the globe. He discovers the American wizarding community is fearfully hiding from muggles who are called nomads in the United States, which is equivalent to our muggles, as they say in the movie. And the threat of public exposure is an even graver concern than in the UK. Fantastic Beasts is a story of what happens when the uniquely skilled English wizard travels to the whiz-phobic America and a variety of his creatures, some quite dangerous and some not too dangerous, but they get out of their case and pretty much what makes the movie. <laughs> now, that takes place in New York, New York, New York City, 1926, which is really cool because, like, even, like, Harry Potter world takes place in like, the 90s. In the ni like, yeah. even before our time, so it's still cool. Yeah. But they're using the same magic, like, Technology grows, but magic's the same. That's what's that's well, something I've always said about. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. That's something I've always said about the Harry Potter universe is that it that it, it revolves so vaguely around um, events and themes and things like. I think I think in the books they mention like a PlayStation once or twice. Like you know, I mean, only when Harry's like back at Privet Drive, but yeah, everything Dudley's else is so it's so non-centered around technology that makes the whole entire series so timeless forever. Like. No matter what period of your life you're watching it in, you're always wondering like, what time of period, what time period did this take place in? And it doesn't matter because it's they can so be in 2126, and it's still the same magic. It's still yeah, the same still the same magic, still the same <coughs> castles. You're dealing with the same exact thing. Now, this movie primarily is taking place in 1926 <coughs> because it's in America, and you're seeing New York City, and you're just like, wow. Like, and I, I just want to say before I let Theo speak that the sets in this movie were fucking beautiful. Oh, oh they were absolutely like. Yeah, like they were. This was so, I was like, you could have told me that it was filmed legitimately in 1926, and I'd been like, fuck yeah, I oh, believe yeah. that. <clears throat> but. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I forgot what I was going to say. And oh, sorry. I, didn't. Um, I was talking about magic being the same, and you were about oh, yeah, to. Um, and there, there were some um, major innovations um, between uh, what ha the events of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and the Harry Potter series, but most of them... Um, happened in fields like potioneering and um, um, transfiguration and not something not major things that uh, people generally associate with magic right. because um, oh well that, that spoilers I'll, I'll wait for that right but it does take like you know, I think Snape even said it, he said it does still take a bit of magic to be a potion maker or like yeah um, well because yeah. uh, well more spoilers <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to it we'll yeah. get to it I promise <laughs> But uh, we have some well-known actors and actresses. Eddie Redmayne is Newt's commander. I do not know what he's from, actually. He's from Jupiter Ascending. Oh, I haven't um, seen him. He's amazing in Jupiter Ascending. That's what I hear. He, I mean, he's an Oscar winner. Yeah, yeah he's, he's an amazing um, actor. I've never seen Jupiter Ascending. Oh, I think he, he played Newt's... I don't know. I mean, we don't... He played Newt's commander wonderfully, but we don't know how he should act, so he could have done anything, and it would have been who he is. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, think they, I, I think they did a very good job with that character. Oh, yes. Um... He's going to be a loved... People will love him just as much as they love Harry Potter by the end of this series. I guarantee it. Yeah. He yeah. will be... 
I want Newt's Commander's wand now. Like, you yeah, know, like people want Ron's wand, Hermione's wand, but now I want Newt's Commander's fucking right? wand. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Catherine Waterston as Porpentina Goldstein, or she is referred to as Tina Goldstein. She looked familiar. Um, I couldn't place her from where, though. I don't know. See, the, all these people are going to be people that we've seen. You, you know Narlac, that, that goblin? Yeah. That was Ron Perlman, if you didn't know. Really? Yep. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had the same fucking chin and everything. Wow, okay. I... I completely missed that. Oh, CGI. <laughs> CGI. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a... Uh, our, our, our buddy Dylan, uh, he, was he's on a our, huge he was on our Walking Dead yeah. podcast. Uh, he looked at, He leaned over in the theater and was like, dude, is that Ron Perlman? I'm like, yeah, that's Ron that's Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah, it's very noticeably Ron Perlman once you hear him talk. As soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, totally Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... That's funny though, it's like a, typecasting, right? Yeah, right. And it's like, and he was literally in the movie for five minutes, and I, and and still worth it. Oh, hey, absolutely, worth every penny. <laughs> it's funny because like most of the goblin in the other movies, they were all like uh, little people, I guess, but like dressed up like that. But yeah. he was purely CGI, but he looked just as good. Like, right. Oh, absolutely. Advancements in computer technology. I guess it's a beautiful thing. Dude, I'm pretty sure wasn't Griphook still a uh... Griphook was Vern Troyer from. It, in at first, yeah, and then he was. It was Warwick Davis later. Um, what was I going to well, say? I hate which I hate they did that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But, but I'm st- what I'm saying is I think that yeah, his. Have you guys seen the second Iron Man movie? The <laughs> Rhodey just straight up. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I they mean... did recast Rhodey. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, I don't really like Iron Iron Man Two was good, but. So let's see. Where did you leave off here? Uh, we have Dan Fogler as Jacob, which that guy that guy has been in something. I don't. The guy that played Jacob, that Muggle or the Nomad. I couldn't, I couldn't place him either, though. But he's I got so, I got it up here, right here, Lane. I got IMDb up here. Dan Fogler. Dan, where the hell is he? There he is. Because I've seen him in plenty of stuff. I think he was in that movie with Good Luck Chuck with Dane Cook. I think. I think he was in um, Fanboys. Kung Fu Panda. Let's see. I'm pretty sure he's a lead in Fanboys, if I'm not mistaken. You ever seen Fanboys, Theo? Uh, once a long time ago. Great. Yes, he is. He's Hutch. <laughs> ah, all right. Okay. That's so well, funny. Balls of Fury. He Balls was of Fury. That, he was the protagonist in Balls of Fury. Yep. Oh, he was in Taking Woodstock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I see the niche. I see the niche movies. <laughs> Sorry. Is he in good, yeah, Good Luck Truck. He was. He was the guy that was Dude. the plastic surgeon. Dude. Okay, that, Balls of, he's also in Balls of Fury. Yeah. If anybody, if anybody bothered seeing that movie, other than I saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> ping pong, as they say in China, <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> you got Christopher Walken's in that movie too. Fuck yeah, you don't fuck around with Christopher. That's Walken. a dude, Lane. You have to watch Fanboys. All right, I've never seen it. You will love it. It's it's about it's guys that are trying to break into George Lucas's house to watch to grab a copy of the Phantom Menace and and watch it before the one of them who has cancer dies. I bet they were disappointed. <laughs> That's the movie they were breaking in the scene. Well, they did, it was the first new Star Wars movie that, that I know, you know what I mean. And that movie's was excited for it. The movie's fucking yeah, hilarious, dude. They get they get fucked up off peyote. It's dude, it's so funny. Like I, I completely forgot about that movie until just now. Alrighty, that's awesome. Well, this we'll guy's talk. in a lot of shit. Yeah, I know. He's probably seen him in plenty. It's crazy, <clears throat> but all right. So there's the, the spoiler-free review. Um... You want to read all these actors' names? That does that doesn't really matter. Uh, we can talk about Ezra Miller real quick. Yeah, um, he's playing the Flash in the Justice League movie. Um, he, he played. His, he did amazing. Uh, job. Yeah, he was like, fucking weird, but it was good. But he did a good job at it. You know, what I mean? if I, I if I hadn't seen him as the Flash briefly, yeah, I would never have. You know, he just he got a completely different role. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> some of these actors are kind of spoilery, so we won't talk about 
about them. But John Voight was in this movie, which is I don't can't remember the last movie I saw John Voight in, so that was pretty yeah. cool. Who is he? He's the he, older Shaw, the the one son. The oh okay the politician okay. guy. The, yeah. Uh, okay. The dad that was all like. Okay. Um. I didn't and know his na- I didn't know his name until just now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, actually. So Sorry, anybody that anybody that was particularly standout as far as acting goes for you guys? I mean, new, the guy that besides played Eddie Redmayne, like I mean, we we just spoke. Ezra Miller was crazy. I know, Eddie Jacob, Redmayne was awesome. Jacob, he, he Jacob freaking, had the heart, man. Yeah. But he had that. He had the good. He looked like he was legitimately when he was like as if he was really seeing magic happen before. Like the, his the, his expressions were fucking phenomenal. Like. Yeah, you know, he was seeing. He's like, "What the fuck? Like, holy uh, shit!" Colin, Colin Farrell was in that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that yes. Was an amazing character. Yes. Oh, I love his character. I ha- I for I'm, I am. How can we, we, we not mention we, Colin yeah, Farrell? I don't know. You you weren't going to, <laughs> so I did. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and we can't really talk about his character without getting into spoilers. So. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll but get there. I just I I absolutely uh, Colin Farrell is one of my favorite actors, and I can't remember the name of it, but it came out a couple Valentine's days ago. 2014, I think, because right before my daughter was born, he had a movie come out, and it was it was wonderful. It, it was so weird because it had Will Smith. He was he played Satan in this movie alongside Russell Crowe. What? It was a crazy movie. I cannot remember the name. I of it. think I you're the only person. Will Smith and Russell Crowe. I don't care what the movie called. I'm looking it, <laughs> it up. It was awesome. It, it, could, be, it could be a gay three way butt sex. <laughs> I watch that movie. <laughs> it was a really good movie, and nobody went and it was like. That was the year. There was three love films, like love-based films, that were released on Valentine's Day, and everybody. It was a talk of this town, at least. Like everybody was going to see one of these three f- films, and my wife wanted to go see one of them, and we chose that movie specifically. And I, I just loved it. I was like, this movie's great. Oh, I'm gonna have Winter's to watch it. Tale. That's what it's called. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, that's great. A, that's a great cast. I don't know how I haven't heard of it. Great movie. It was. It was really. It was really, and it gave me a couple ideas for my comic book. Like I was, oh, yeah. as I was watching it, I got like a couple of epiphanies. I was like, man, that's a great idea. I'm gonna do that. You have to do it's Colin Farrell, Matt Bomber. That's uh, that's uh, Neil Caffrey. Oh hell yeah. Um. Uh, oh, uh, Matt Bomber. Um, if anyone ever uh, watched, um, I think it's in time. That movie's oh, awesome too. Right, with the with the clocks on the guy on, with uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah, Justin Timberlake, uh, Amanda Seyfried, um, which uh, is really cool. She's actually from Pennsylvania. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, and uh, he was uh, the rich guy who had all uh, almost a century of life on his arm. Really? And he went into the slums to die, specifically to. Was die. he the one that died on that bridge? Yes. Yeah. Wow. See, see, because I watched that movie before. Have you ever watched White Collar? I have. Great show. Amazing show. One of the best shows on TV, in my Agreed. opinion. But I hadn't. I watched that after that movie, so I didn't. Put, I didn't point it. You know, yeah. I didn't think about it. But that's cool. I, that's one of my favorite movies too, because it's very unique. There's not too many unique movies that come out anymore. Dude, I constantly find myself <laughs> thinking back to that movie because Leonard from Big Bang Theory is in it. Olivia Wilde is in it. Yeah, Olivia. Oh, I love her. You oh. know what I mean? Like it, it's it's crazy. But we're before we stray too far off topic. Um, was there an overall theme or moral to the movie itself? Just like. Um, don't. Yes, there, yes, there was. Yes. Um, yes, there was. Um, <coughs> and the long and short of it is, no matter where you come from or what you are, abuse is bad. Don't let it happen. Okay. Um, and even if it's abuse from people in authority or even if it's people that want to sweep abuse under the rug, that's also a form of abuse and that cannot be tolerated. Fair enough. Um, and what, as someone who's worked in... Um, homes for those with special needs um, and seeing some of the things that they've gone through because of 
the abuse that they've suffered. Um, and I can't get into any details there. Contractual obligations, don't ask me. <laughs> um, but it's the the signs of abuse that the characters showed in the movie, um, and some of the things that happened there. It was it was very real. Oh yeah. Um, so PTSD, it's a real thing um, that abuse suffer, the, the people who suffer from abuse uh, go through. And it was very, very real, um, particularly in the character of Credence. Yes, very, very much um, so. Uh, it, it, was, it was real, and it was true and factual. And that's one of the coolest things about this movie, in my opinion, because they actually did nail those things. And even to it stretched to a bigger site is the muggles doing that to the magic world is that's yeah. a bigger form of abuse because they're treating these people different just because yeah they can't understand it so that's yeah. still they're still wanting to kill them and shit that like the Salemers the, like yeah, it's witch burnings and all that. Um, <clears throat> even though that we know in the books that they don't really get burned that one witch uh, she went and got burned what was like thirteen times or some shit according to Professor Bins oh yeah it was that, ma- that history of magic lesson they were having oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she loved getting burned so much. She did. She disguised herself fifteen different times. <laughs> Interesting. So okay. So we can move right into. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying that we are clearly recommending this movie. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So two thumbs up. So we're gonna give ratings here out of ten. Um, and I, I can. I don't think I had a single problem with the film. Um, I have one. You issue have with the one film. nitpicky issue. One stupid little thing. But and the way they describe Bow Truckles in the book is not the way that I expected them to look in the movie. Because in the, in the book, they were like made of wood. They looked like sticks. And remember, he had sharp fingers, like sharp bladed fingers because he scratched Harry. Yeah. And, and fuck, but these things were just little leaves. Like, they, they weren't sharp. Because remember... Well, I, I also think... I, I also don't think that they were in... <clears throat> okay, um, so first of all, uh, back to the issue with the Bow Truckles, especially... Um, I don't think any of those bow truckles were actually mature bow truckles. So they were like I young. They, I think they were younglings. Like spriggan. Um, yeah. Um, I also think that bow truckles only become like that if and when they are threatened. Okay. And because um, because you 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 saw when um, the well don't get too right. spoilery. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no, but no. Yeah. Sorry, I get excited and talking. Um, we'll, we'll get back to that topic when yeah. we get to that part of the movie. So I, I don't think, because they weren't being threatened at any point in time, Right. Um, I don't think that was really a, a big thing. Oh, it's not huge for me. It's just one of those little things. I'm right. like, well, that's not what I pictured it to be. Right. I pictured yeah. it to be a little stick with sharp-ass fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought it was going to be. A walking stick with... Because uh... those are the things that protect elder trees, yeah. bow truckles, and they feed them wood lice, yeah. if I remember correctly. So uh, <coughs> as... Uh, as we said, there's no source material to compare this to, so I have nothing to hate on. No. I, I just this movie was great. Um, now, I guess th- there one thing that I will say for all everybody that is like, this is definitely a prequel, but it's a prequel that has too much information that you don't learn about until you've gotten through the seventh story of Harry Potter. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like you could watch this movie without reading it. Without it ruining anything, it won't necessarily ruin anything. Like, who the fuck is Grindelwald? Like that's all you would say. Pretty much, you'd be like, "Who's that?" And and don't forget what Graves is Nicholas. You won't have any yeah, fucking idea what that is. Yeah, but it's not enough to where that. Yeah, if but you have see, a chan- if you have a chance to see this that in, theaters, in the movie, we were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I know. Like, but like you told Brittany not to see it until she read the books. Sure, she told me you told her that, but I told her no. 
you can if you want to watch this movie in theaters before you read the books, go do it. Like, I didn't necessarily say don't see it. <clears throat> yeah, I said there there might be some things that confuse you. Well, it, I, don't, I don't think it'll confuse the, the them. Mind it, the mind blows are not quite so <clears throat> profound unless right. you've you've read all seven Harry Potter books. Right, exactly. Um, or gone to see any of the Harry Potter movies and, and read the books before you go see those movies anyway. Um, so yeah. So we're giving ratings 10 out of 10, right? 10 out of 10, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8 out of 10. Simply because Explain. I'm, I'm excited to see the next movie and what all comes out because of those mo- the, the next movies. Um, also, as, as, much, as great of a movie as it was, I would have liked to see a little more wizardry and yeah. a little less magical zoology. But it was Fantastic um, Beasts. It was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, yes. But I was I was expecting there to be a little more uh, wizardry given some of the thi- some of the things that the trailers uh, came out with, especially. I was I was kind of expecting a little more wizardry. I'm not saying it was bad because it didn't have it. I'm saying that I was expecting a little more and it could have been really, really awesome <coughs> if there was a little more wand waving. Yeah. Uh, but the wand waving they did do paper. was awesome. Yeah, like when, when they, they repaired those buildings, dude, that shit was amazing. Yeah, when they did, when they did do it, it was fantastic, and I wish I, I wish I could have seen more of it. it yeah. Was... Well, we will. You know, this is not the only movie, so we're gonna yeah. see. Um, right. We're gonna see more. So. All right, Lane, your rating? I'll give it a nine out of ten. Nine? Yeah, I give it a nine out of ten. And the only only for pure purely Bo for chuckles. the bow chuckles. Yeah, and just like a ten out of ten is that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be a hard rating yeah. to give to something because it has to be perfect. Like. Yeah, absolutely, and, and this. This, I I'm I'm gonna go give it the same thing I gave a Doctor Strange, which was a nine and a half, because I didn't have really anything bad to say about the movie at well, all. I do agree there could have been a little bit more magic, but man, the special of these, these beasts looked like they could have existed. Like yeah. they looked so real. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I was I was kind of impressed because I hadn't seen CGI animals like that since um, <coughs> James Cameron's Avatar, which looked like real animals. Yeah. Moved like real animals. They, they oh, absolutely! And had like large animals have the the occasional muscle muscle twitches. Yeah, they, they had those. Yeah, that was really exciting. Um, now I wish they would have been a little bit more descriptive about some things. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I under I, they leave a lot of things up to speculation for Harry Potter fans. <coughs> for that, just that reason, actually. Exactly, and and I and I understand that. But if you do have somebody that's going to see the movie, you know, what I mean, that's not that's not going to understand these things. They should have. I feel like they should have said like. <coughs> what that necklace was. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. But, you know what I mean? Or what that... But See, but the thing is, though, is that to have that context would have made no sense because him telling him what the necklace meant, he would have had no idea what it was. It, so well, yeah. He had no reason to explain Precisely the why they didn't do these things. You know what I mean? <clears> but like, I, I feel like if there was a way that they could have done it, it would have been <clears> interesting. I think like, it would have been awesome. I was wishing... Another thing I gave it nine for is that I wish he would have given more detail about each creature. Because you know he showed a creature, and we didn't, we don't know shit about that creature. He just said the name of it, and that was it. Right. I wish he could have. I mean, I know that would have made for a longer movie, etc. But well, still, I, I would have loved. A, it's still a hundred and thirty-three minute runtime. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's still long. But I still would have loved to hear some detail about each creature that yeah. we don't know. You know, I'm sure they're in that book, that Fantastic Beast book. I guarantee you. Yeah, we should, should definitely. Creature, yes. Probably. Yeah, we should definitely look into it. I've never even. I don't even think I've opened the book. We'll have to look at it. We'll have to read it. Yeah. For shame. <laughs> but all right, I think now we are going to get into some spoilers. Yeah, so if you, if so, the 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 remainder of the podcast is probably going to be well, it is. It it's is going, going to be, be. It's all not spoilers, <laughs> Easter eggs, everything that that came out. So if you are not interested in hearing that, you have had now 
28 minutes of podcast to satisfy your needs. So is that looping? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <clears throat> come back after you've seen the movie. Um, you can also, before we get too far into this, you can also, if you if you are not, if you don't have the time to do anything but go to a store, you can go purchase the screenplay of this movie and read it. And read it. Really? Yes. Much like that. the Cursed Child has been released, <coughs> I saw it at the bookstore the other day in the mall here in Dubois. Bradley's books, Vicky. I know she's going to be listening to this. Uh-huh. Um, you can go check out that, and it's it's like twenty six bucks. And that purchase remar- the, That sounds remarkably like my next purchase. Yeah, yeah. Like you can go and and buy. I didn't even open it. I was just like, that's awesome. I'm going to go see the movie before I even look. Wow, I didn't that. even. I had no idea that existed. Yeah, so that you can go purchase the screenplay and see what, what it might even have more stuff in it. You know, I don't know. I have not heard it. Like anybody and shit about. Yeah, I might have a lot of shit. So, um, I'm gonna read that. Did you read Chris Child? I did not. It's awesome. Is it? It's pretty good. I can okay, let you borrow I mean, it. I've constantly been hearing mixed reviews about it. We liked it. it okay. Here's my thing. Good, not great. Good, not great. Good, not great. It was good. It was cool to see. It was nostalgic. Wasn't great. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It's a. It's a self-contained story. You're gonna question your. You're gonna question things like why? Like what the fuck? Like why would they do this? Because okay. it makes no sense. Some of it makes no sense, but it's still cool. It's extremely self-contained. It's been stated as canon, but a lot of people were like, "No." Okay. It's it's, it, well, it's it, a, which canon? Because there's like three of them. Now. Yeah, it, it reads a lot like fan fiction. <clears throat> okay. But good fan fiction. Oh, okay. I liked it, and uh, it, but I do have this all the same things that we that he has problems with. I have the same problems with. Like, because remember, it wasn't written by J.K. Rowling, but it was approved by J.K. Rowling. So yeah. it's not her words, but. She said okay. Yeah, she also approved movie four, and uh, yeah. So, so that tells you that. Anyway, <laughs> alrighty, we're getting right into the spoiler review. Remember, anything you have to say, say it. Right. Interrupt okay. us. Well, in in that case, um, right now, I think the most important thing about this movie, and this is a major spoiler alert. It doesn't really come in. You, you don't find out, truly find out about it until the end, and that is that uh, J.K. Rowling is actually producing these movies, which is super exciting. Because that means that we're getting a, a glimpse into the Harry Potter world before Harry Potter. From her. From her. Yes. Which um, <coughs> just adds legitimacy and amazingness. Um, right, exactly. Because it, it's still her vision then yes. that's being delivered as opposed to uh, some of the other Harry Potter movies. <coughs> Three through five. <laughs> <coughs> um, now, and some of six. Yeah, some of six. A lot of six. <laughs> Um, too much of six. Too much of six. Um, where the directors uh, sort of took it over and made it what they wanted to see. Um, it's it's J.K. Rowling's vision of what the Wizarding World is supposed to be. And that is um, amazing and exciting, and I cannot wait for more magic. See, if I was a writer of a book that became popular, I would go to directing school and direct that shit myself. Yeah, right. Because fuck you for ruining my movie. Exactly. Um yeah, <laughs> that happens with a lot of the fan base movies. Um, oh, Twilight. Um, there's a lot of see, shit. But here's the here's the weird thing too. <laughs> In addition to what you're saying, not only is she doing that, but she's also got the same two people who helmed the movies involved with this one. So it's one congruent vision as opposed to. Yeah, and I I believe, I believe if I if I was her, I would have done that solely for, um, only visionary aspects. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like like you said, a con- congruent vision. That way, when they do, when we do see Hogwarts, it's the same Hogwarts we yeah. saw in the movies yeah, before. If, if I see a different Hogwarts, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. That goddamn well better be the same When we Hogwarts. see Hogsmeade, it's the same fucking Hogsmeade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that fits right in with the Wizarding <clears throat> World theme park and all that stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm sure that, that, there's, that there's aspects of it but right. i'm sure um, they're gonna hold now true. did you read before i we get fully into this i want to know theo did you are you a member of pottermore i'm not you're not i am not so um, you are not versed at all i'm the only one in this room that is versed in history of ilvermorny school well, in america i know a little I, bit I, I you know, know more than i, I do enough of, I, I know it just <clears throat> enough to be able to bullshit my way through <laughs> okay um, um which is to say almost not at all <laughs> well you need to hop on that get your house get your wand and get your ilvermorny house too clearly um Clearly, I need to do. Yes, <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome. You answer all these questions. It's very, it's very. Now she, Rowling, re- wrote and released a full story about the the origin of Ilvermorny School. Oh, and it's all only on Pottermore. Only on Pottermore, and and it, it tells the how it began, and it, the the founder of it, that her story about the houses, everything you need to know about this because and and I stress this on the both of you read it because eventually it will be more than just a mention. Yeah, we'll see over morning at one I, point. Yes, maybe. we're going to see a lot of this. And and the only reason I know that is because that bird full spoilers here now remember I'm going to spoil something for you. That bird in the movie. Yeah. The Thunderbird. That's the Thunderbird. That's one of the houses of Ilvermorny. That that one that that he was going to release in Arizona. Oh, okay. That big That is one. one of the there's the Thunderbird the wampus horn serpent the horn serpent and the shit people on facebook help us out <laughs> not the shit <laughs> uh, i cannot even remember there's some weird ass names oh of course now i got a fucking oh okay thank god for automatic login amen yes uh we got Horn Serpent. Um, oh well, that's not not it's weird. Four houses. The founder of what the fuck? It's not it's not giving it to me in the way that I would expect it to. I'm just gonna Google Ilvermorny houses. That's what I did. Okay, we got there's Horn Serpent, Wampus. Puckwudgie. Puckwudgie, that's it. So you can understand why we forgot the name Puckwudgie. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like some regular name. And each one of them has a completely <clears throat> different meaning than, you know what I mean? The, yes. the colors are uh, roughly the same, but... Um, yeah, we got uh, Horn Serpent it represents the body. Wampus represents the heart. Puckwudgie, the soul. Thunderbird. It doesn't say what the Thunderbird represents. I think I think if you get into the Thunderbird, you're just a Thunderbird. Yeah. Not, oh, you right don't right need anything is, else. Oh no, never mind. That's Ravenclaw. <clears throat> well, it says, it goes in a little bit. It says, uh, "Others say that the Horn Serpent favors scholars. Wampus is the warriors, Pukwudgie healers, and Thunderbird is the adventurers." Which is kind of cool because he had to adventure to release that Thunderbird to where he wanted it to be. Right. So I'm I'm assuming <clears throat> he is if you know if he were to be so he's a Hufflepuff. And did you notice that when he opened his case in the beginning, there was Hufflepuff stuff in it? Yeah, that's cool. Um, See, not not all Hufflepuffs suck. Yeah, no Hufflepuffs suck. They're <laughs> the house of hard work and loyalty. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I I fully admit it. <laughs> what's What's wrong with loyalty or hard work? Like, yeah, yeah, nothing. yeah. God damn hey, it! If you ever question Hufflepuffs, remember who was picked out of the Triwizard Cup. 
Cedric Diggory. Cedric fucking Diggory, a Hufflepuff. Oh. Out of every other person, yeah. it was a Hufflepuff. So don't forget that. Right. Hufflepuffs are, are very... People were very racist against them sometimes. <laughs> fucking Hufflepuffs. <laughs> I believe it would be classist. Yeah. Classist. <laughs> now, it's, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, and I, this is just one little factoid I'll give you about the founder of Ilvermorny um, has some sort of relation to Gaunt. The really? Gaunt family, yes. She's a partial mouth, yes? She, yes. Okay. It's it's very it's very very interesting. It's a, it's it's quite a long read. Actually, it's like a, if it were to be a book, it would be um, not very long, but it, it's it's worth reading. It took me a, a, a good little while to read it. Okay. It's worth worth checking out. I'll have to, I'm gonna have to read that now. I can't believe uh, I haven't. I I told you about it. I know. <laughs> that couldn't happen. But okay. So, do you want me to start this? Uh, Go right ahead. All right. Now chime in. Stop me whenever you guys feel like you need to say something because this is not very descriptive. We yeah, were fucking yeah, we flying did, through this. And we have, and like I said, we're, there's things that we didn't write because it, it would take this much writing. Right. So. Okay. All right. So, known author of the Hogwarts textbook, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and the protagonist of this film, Newt Scamander, has found his way to America with just a little bit more than meets the eye. For reasons we will soon find out, he has arrived in 1926 New York City to be instantly greeted by anti-magic protesters known as the Salemers, led by Mary Lou Barebone. I like the way she looked like she belonged in the Salem Witch Trials. Like they did a good, yeah. she did a good job she, of making her like, like they really acted didn't. like that. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> now I love that. Like that scene we saw in the beginning. What we talked about. We saw it in the trailer, but I love it still. Like when he pulls up and he goes, "You got any non-perishables? Any creatures you're not supposed?" To? He's like uh, livestock. No, no, yeah. No, no, never. <laughs> and then that was the first time we get his little uh, Muggle-worthy yep. moment on his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. <clears throat> I've been meaning to that get this awesome. fixed. <laughs> Um, so this, uh, during this moment, the uh, let's see, we're led by Mary Lou Barebone. A few events, such as an escaped Niffler, and a smidge of coincidence, Newt is introduced to Jacob Kowalski. So, a Niffler is by, by introduced you mean kidnaps? Yeah, yeah. pretty much K- kidnaps and then, uh, frames for theft and uh, trespassing. Yes. And what I meant, <laughs> what I meant by coincidence was like uh, because he bumped into him outside. Right. And then he also saw him again inside. He's like, "What are you here for?" Oh, the same reason you are. He goes, "You're here to start a bakery." <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, sure." Uh, yeah, sure. It's, He's like, "What a coincidence!" How about that? That's um, funny. And when he dude, when he gets up off the bench and Jacob like looks down, there's an egg there. Like his face was like, "That's what I mean." The fuck! Like when I was saying that actor, the way he like he acted as if he really would have seen a big ass egg sitting there. Like he did a good job. I, I would like to point out that the egg was made of silver. Yeah, that's true too. Oh yeah, and yeah, big so as shit. It's, it's, this, here's this egg made of silver, like that fits in the palm of my hand. Had to have been heavier than shit. It, it, like, there's no way it's a light egg. <laughs> and it, I, I'm honestly surprised because um, knowing, look, looking at it, um, it was made of silver. It was clearly valuable. And instead of immediately jumping the gun and like running with it, running with it, um, he he was honest about it. Yeah. So that that spoke a lot to his overall character. I think. Good point. I didn't think about it like that. <clears throat> And then, of course, he was kidnapped. <laughs> I love that scene where he just, like, he occupied the freaking egg, but he just came with it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. dude, it was amazing. That was a, dude, there's a ton of apparition in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah so much. Like, uh, almost almost overused. Like, I was hoping to see, you know what I was hoping to see? A broom. Yeah, we didn't see a fucking broomstick anywhere. Well, to be fair, broomsticks are kind of a juvenile mode of transportation for witches and wizards. They yeah. For Quidditch games and, you know. Apparating is way more... <clears throat> and for, you know, those witches and wizards who can't apparate or just call the night bus, which would be most underage witches. So they can't use magic anyway. See, it would have been pretty cool because by by what, when when 
Mary Lou Barebone is first calling out Newt outside the bank, and he says, "Are, are, are she says something like, "Are you a are you a seeker of whatever?" And he's like, "Actually, I'm more of a chaser." You know what I mean? I you know what I mean? I was just like, "Fucking Quidditch!" Like, yeah, that was a, that was an awesome hidden Quidditch. You know what I mean? So it would have been cool if he had a broom, like yeah, even in down in his fucking suitcase if he had a broom he down there. Though. Did. I mean, we may not have seen it. It could have very well been in the corner or something. For all it would have been. It would have just been awesome. Yeah, be, go, go frame by frame. Also, we couldn't out. see too many because where the hell are they going to fly them? They're in a no magic area. Where that, yeah, that's true. We we didn't see. How, did you see the size of his case? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we could play Quidditch in here. Like, yeah, yeah pro- surprised. That would have been. Oh, what if he had a fucking Quidditch pitch down there? Yeah. It was that dude. His suitcase was dope. It was. There was so much going on down there, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so and go ahead. So more into the bank. Uh, um. Like when he got the egg and then like he apparated behind the gate, <laughs> and that freaking bank clerk saw him. He's like, "Fuck!" He looked back like, "Shit!" <laughs> He's like, "How do I explain this?" Right. And then that niff dude, that niffler squeezed down to fucking pancake size because he went into that vault. Yeah, he he went right into a locked vault door. Um, immediately after which we got our first taste of nostalgia magic. Alohomora. Alohomora. Oh yeah. That fucker's just like. Oh, like oh, oh, oh yes, it's magic. <laughs> it's freaking magic. Um, and then apparently the Niffler had bigger on the inside technology too. Did you see that pouch? When he was like, like he was shaking it, <laughs> entire gold bars were coming out with with the uh, coins and everything. You're like, tickling it, and it was dude, like, I, I even heard like, Lane going, "Dude, holy shit!" Like, like I, I, I so want a Niffler. I could just that reason. I'm six foot two, and I couldn't hold that much jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn right. That, that, that was like it was at least five times its body weight. Much at, at yeah, least it was a, it was a five times its body weight. How much do you I think mean, a Niffler weighs? I just, I just, I'm just. Are you fat shaming a Niffler right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying that that fucker held a lot of shit. <coughs> that was cool. I like that. All those. This movie was funny. It was. It was so good. I don't know. But uh, and we're gonna uh, and some poor decision making leads to Newt being taken in by Tina Goldstein of the Mac USA, the Macuza as they say. Macusa. Magical Congress of the United At first States. I was like, did they say Yakuza? I'm like, what the fuck did the Yakuza have to do with anything? And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. And this is the uh, the American equivalent of the Ministry of Magic. So this is in... And we should we haven't mentioned yet that they don't call uh, muggles muggles. They call them nomad. Nomad. He goes, what's a nomad? He goes, like non-magic. No he goes, we call, oh, them, we call them muggles. Oh, by, by the way, um, because this th- that happens almost <coughs> immediately after they meet, immediately after they said that. Um, first and foremost, those of you that have spent any amount of time with uh, the Harry Potter series knows how backwards um, some of their laws regarding muggles are. Yeah. And when a citizen of the British uh, wizarding world point blank calls you out on being backwards mm. when it comes to muggles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so who the hell are you to tell like, me? Seriously? <laughs> um, I guess, hey, I mean, it's like that in, in general, in our world too, like their laws are like, they would do things that we, our America would be like, Pfft. Exactly. We would not do that. And then they would look at us like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, it, when you get called out within the first five minutes about talking about such legislation as being backwards, um, <laughs> you know you've got some problems. Do they already do it, man? I've, I can't even tell you how many BuzzFeed videos I've watched of like people from England trying American foods that are just like, Ugh, the fuck is this? <laughs> like, just things that we fucking love, like Oreos and shit. You know what I mean? They're just like, ew. Who the fuck doesn't like Oreos? That's what I'm saying. Like these people, it's just, it's just interesting. No, like, and then uh, it leads to the scene where 
what is it that Jacob took him by surprise? He smacked him with the the suitcase and ran off. Yeah, right. I immediately knew he had the wrong case. I just he had because, to because that's how it works. That's a typical that's, thing. That's exactly. Oh, and they they, they did a great that job works. making it very apparent and obvious that his case was the same exact case. You think that new after walking around with the other guy's case and not having that thing pop open? Yeah, he might have been like, "There's something wrong. My case isn't broken anymore." Right. <laughs> My case isn't being tampered with by magical creatures yeah. inside. Get it right. <laughs> so the Niffler... No, I can't remember. The Niffler... He, he got the Niffler, for, but then it escaped again. Did it yeah. escape when Jacob opened the case later? Yeah, when, when the case opened and Jacob got bit by the... Mertlap. Uh, Mertlap. Which... <coughs> that wow, thing looked Mertlap, cool. That, that was... We've heard about it. Lupin yeah. talked about it, I think. Uh, well, Essence of Mertlap is what... Uh, yes. Harry used when uh, Umbridge uh, made him right with the blood quill. And that's the thing that Fred and George used for their uh, puking pastels and shit because they got sores on their butts. Yeah. All right. I never. I didn't really. I wonder how they make it. Is it out of their saliva? Uh, apparently, or... Mertlaps have venom. I don't know. Yeah, because he he's, his hand was all fucked up. Like yeah. his, or his neck. Exactly, yeah. It's like the first sign of uh, whatever. The first sign of uh, this. What does fire. He say? He's like the first sign of a Mertlap bite is uh, fire out of the anus. And he's like, what? <laughs> Like he <laughs> that was so funny. I was just waiting for a fart flame to come out, man. I was like, please. Oh yeah, dude. I I was at first, I completely forgot about it. Half like not two scenes later, I completely See, forgot. They that call it Mertlap bite. We call it Taco Bell. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> what are the right probably letters? Sm- probably smells about the same. Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I have to start writing letters to Taco Bell. I'm like, I think you guys are Mertlap abuse. So Tina. You know, so the Jacob gets away, and Tina's like, well, "Did you obliviate him?" He's like, mm. "Like, eh, <laughs> didn't get the opportunity. Not so. really." <laughs> so then they apparate to their ministry. I don't even know what I'd call it. The uh, it, it's the, the Magical Congress of the United States, their uh, headquarters. Yes. So kind of, kind of like that. It was more like a skyscraper. Um, well, it was more like a castle within a skyscraper that was completely invisible to Muggles of all sorts, um, no mages, whichever one you want to be technical, mm. and. Um, Honestly, I think the American uh, ministry, quote unquote, was more fantastic than the British one. Oh yes. The first, the first time we see the British one, it's kind of dark and kind of gloomy. And it's also it's underground cool. too, yeah. so it's and it, well, and even with that, it, it's kind of um, it, it was kind of uh, clearly there's people who are trying to make it look as though there's nothing wrong, and though it's still shiny and new and awesome, right. and everything's fine and hunky dory and it's not you get um it. in the uh american version they all <coughs> sort of knew it that, that there was clear there was clearly some form of corruption there right but it wasn't so bad as to be completely toxic to the whole structure right um also uh they happen to have a sky ceiling much like hogwarts did which i, was, I noticed that uh which was super cool um, like an, well, yeah, like going on what you were just saying now, it's a little bit more fantastic than the it ministry. It, it looked like it was um, a castle within a skyscraper. You get that a lot from uh, his reaction too, because if you see, his, if you look at his face when she brings him in for the first time, he's like, oh. well, like he looks astounded by it, like which right. is amazing to say because he's already seen shit like this. right. And yeah, he's <clears throat> been to fucking Hogwarts, like yeah. yeah. Um, and if once you once you've seen one magic castle, you've seen them all, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, also, um, it did also have elements of uh, Grand Central. Have either of you two been to New York? I've, never I've been, been to New York, York City, yes. Okay, so have you been to Grand Central? <laughs> I probably. Okay. It was a long time ago. Okay. Was, we're talking 2001. Right. Um, there's a clock that hangs down in the center um, that it's sort of like the Weasley clock. Oh, where oh I did hands, see that. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Um, 
where it, its hands points to things that uh, threaten the magical community as a whole. And um, I noticed that clock, yeah. but I didn't really look too much into it. Yeah, uh, well, even when they first arrive, it's something bad's happening. Right, <laughs> Just yeah. Just straight up, something, something wrong has happened somewhere, fix it. It's pretty much um, like on and it, and the Weasleys watch. When, whenever Voldemort was back in power, yeah, everybody was in like mortal, mortal peril. Danger, mortal <laughs> peril, immediately. Um, and it's it's interesting because it looks an awful lot like Grand Central Station does. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, it, was it under Grand Central Station? I don't remember. I think it was just right in the front door. It was just shielded by... Because then they showed the building. It was just a big building. I don't and know. they just, like, when they, they walked really in, specify. there was kind of like... Uh, in Deathly Hallows, when they had those okay. magical enchantments. Oh, was it in the Empire State Building? It it, yeah, like it. probably. Okay. And, like, they just walk, walked in, and, like, you saw them walk through the spell. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, obviously, the guy at the front door was in cahoots with what was happening, because she said, I have a whatever, he's whatever. Either, he's either a squib or a, a, a magical himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just was yeah, uh, yeah. How about, undercover. Another thing. Um, apparently, uh, magicals let house elves and goblins, at least in America, yeah, get away with a lot. Um, there was a wand polishing station right yeah, there. Yeah, and, and, and he's holding it. They would not have allowed that in oh, Europe. Oh, no, no. Not no, even. No, 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 no. As yeah, soon as I saw that, I'm like, she like it's handed like, it to this, yeah, this freaking British. house elf. And he's I, like, I saw that. It was interesting. And they have him like bartending for them and shit. Like, and they work, there were some that worked in that. Like, the goblins don't work in the Ministry of Magic in Europe. They, you know, they, they, look, they only work at the bank. House yeah. elves. As yeah. far as, they're, no, even the goblins. No, even the goblins. There were oh, goblins yeah. working I didn't in see the Makuza. Yeah, the, huh. the goblins. The goblins were actually working. Because then when he, she got in the elevator and she goes, "Hey," and then he's like, "Oh, hey," and he was an employee. That's right. That's right. That's crazy. And, that, and it's just that's the difference. Like they would not have allowed such a thing yeah. in in the Europe. Version. Well, also in Europe, in in the UK, <laughs> goblins are fucking assholes. Like, well, to be well, fair, you know what I mean. Fair, have you have you actually looked into any of the goblin rebellions? <laughs> no, I haven't. But um, the, all of the goblin rebellions that Ben's goes on and on and on and on and on about um, is wizards were dicks. Yeah, because they want all the magic for themselves. Because they want all the magic and all the power and all, everything. And the goblins sort of got told uh, towards the end of the last one, they're, they're the latest treaty that sort of governs it governs it all today, was that you can have your own nation, but you're going to manage our money for us. And right. we're going to be the ones in the world and the ones doing things, and you guys are going to be you know under the rocks and, and not involved so much. And the reason right. being is that goblins are powerful enough, and if they had wands... They would be a reckon, a force to be reckoned oh, with. Like, absolutely. Even the house elf is a badass dude. Like when when Dobby fucks up Lucius, you know, imagine don't if he ha- with, imagine if he had a wand, like he would. Don't, they, don't mess with a house. Yeah, because all a wand is an ex- is an extension of your your the magical power within you. So you're absolutely mm-hmm. right about that. But that's that a, that's even that's that points to even they underestimate these creatures. Because house elves can operate inside of out of Hogwarts, where wizards cannot. Oh, uh, so they underestimate yeah. these house creatures. House elves can operate anywhere. Yeah, and they have, <laughs> they they have to they have to be tapped into the taboo because Dobby Harry could just call Dobby and he could go, appear wherever he needed to be. Yeah. Well, they are tapped in because when when Dobby did that the levitating spell on that cake. Yeah, he was able. They to knew. Mimic, it, well, he was able to mimic Harry's signature too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you know I didn't even think about that. So they knew they knew a spell happened. So it, even even their spells are are seen. If they, they just don't know from whom. But all right, well, all right, we're gonna say T- Tina no longer being an Auror, which is cool to me that they still called them Aurors. Yeah. That was still it was still cool that that was the same thing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, she was not taken seriously. No. At this point, we're not sure exactly why. You know, because she acted like she was in charge, but then she 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 was trying to redeem herself. I guess yeah. is what it was. And uh, and then meanwhile, Jacob was unknowingly released the beast from within Newt's case. 
<laughs> and uh, that was an interesting. We saw a little interesting battle between Jacob and a Mertlap, which is funny as shit. It looks like a little. It looks like one of those Shih Tzu dogs that are shaved like on the top, Just but their bit, hairs yeah. are long. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Um... <laughs> Just flow. Uh, or um. It's like a koosh ball. Koosh. Yeah. yeah that's it. There that's it is. It exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you on the save there. Um. And then of course the in the wall. I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure you can go to Walmart right now and buy a pillow that's got what would look like Mertlap. Yeah. You, on that's it. probably how they made it. <laughs> that's probably how they originally made the design. <laughs> like walking through like. Mert Lap, right there. That's, that's what that is. is. Yeah. Like, that, that's exactly what that it, is. it had to have been the Rumpert that blew up that wall. Yeah. Because that thing was cool. That do, was. You, do you know the reference from the books? No. Remember the Krempelhorn Snorkak horn that, that Luna Lovegood and her father thought they had on the wall? Yeah. Hermione says, no, that's a Rumpert horn. That will blow up. It's not a Krempelhorn Snorkak horn. It's, okay. It's a Rumpert horn. So it was so cool to see it. Like, yeah. Now you understand why it would blow up from yeah, what we saw it do. So. Oh I loved I loved that little, the, the fact that we got to see that creature. Fuck yeah, dude. It's, that it's, creature was cool. It's Easter in here, man. We got the eggs. Oh, yeah, there's an Easter egg in there about it? Right, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm just, that, there, that's just an Easter yeah. egg. Like, whether whether we have it listed on the bottom, I have no idea. Um, yeah. Those Easter eggs at the bottom are news to me. I just copied and pasted them in there. I have no idea. So, um... The release of the creatures is what ultimately leads Tina and Newt right to Jacob, which, I mean, he followed the path of destruction, yeah, pretty much. that's that's exactly what I saw a building, the entire side of the building's off. He's like, fuck, and there's that cops everywhere. Fly, that little blue bee wasp fly thing. That was a... That was a magical creature. What was it? Uh, you big, didn't uh, write it down. Old, I know. Fuck. Keep talking. Um, what were you going to say about it? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm okay. Sorry, I lose my thoughts so quickly. There's a hole in the side of my head. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> it was a beetle, a beetle bug, or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, we had. I just. I'll find that page. I was at, dude. Just okay. Um. So, uh, another th- uh, another thing when she takes him to Billy Wig. Uh, it's Billy a billy wig. That's billy what they're called. Okay. Yeah, the little blue thing that it looked like if it stung you, you would die. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's. That's something that I don't want to sting me. Thanks. No, hell no. Um, so when Tina <coughs> takes uh, Newt to the Magusa, the order office, the investigative department, um, and she meets the uh, black female presidents. Yeah, right. In the 1920s. Like, wow, right? 1920s magical world is more there was, in some ways than us. There was obviously no segregation <laughs> in the wizarding world. Uh, you well, know, I never even paid any attention that. to that. Not only yeah. was she a woman, she was a black woman. That's Yeah, and that's crazy. Too. Yeah. Um, and uh, also uh, Mr. Graves, uh, played by yes. Colin Farrell. Yes. Um, now, I want to talk real quick. I want to point out. Um, before before we his name is also Percival. Yes, yeah, Percival. that was exactly what, what I was going to say. Percy Graves, Percival, Percival which that's, is that interesting. Name, that's like to the uh, the Percival family, or no, the Peveril. That's Peveril. Percival, Percival is Dumbledore is one of Dumbledore's names. One right? of Dumbledore's many names. Yeah. Albus Wolfric, Alfred, Percival, Albus, Brian. Albus Wolfric, Percival, Percival Brian, Brian Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> that's such a name, man. Supreme Mugwump, International Confederation of Wizards. Uh, Order of Merlin Chief, First Class. Order of Merlin First Class, Chief Warlock of the Wizen Gamut, and Headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. That's insane. He has done it all. Like, he with too many names to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you were saying. Um, when she uh, takes him there, 
um, she's not only dismissed, she's dismissed harshly. Yeah, like, uh, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. That could have been Grindelwald for all they know, and they're just like, get out of here. Yeah, pretty much. And um, <laughs> one of the things that happens later um, on in the movie that we're, we're not there yet, sorry, uh, it really shows the level of outright, frankly, incompetence yeah. that the higher levels of government have, at least in America, when it comes to um, little people <clears throat> saying big things. Right. Um, and like you're not we, important, so what you're saying don't matter. Exactly. Clearly, you you know what you're saying uh, disagrees with my worldview, so I'm not going to pay any attention to you at all. Um, and I find it hilarious that that is mirrored later on with uh, Minister <clears throat> Cornelius Fudge. Yeah. Um, and when you know Voldemort is back, ah, oh, no, he's not. So yeah, that's true. Go away. I'm the go minister. What I say matters. That's a good point. Even uh, what's his, what's uh, Sirius Black is innocent. That um, and that um, fucking Umbridge too. She was she was right up there with Fudge in in just punishing children for saying for yeah. lying the wrong for, thing yeah. for lying about blatant truths. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and um, I find it especially hilarious that Umbridge was the Inquisitor later on after the regime change. Yeah. Um. And uh, fuck Umbridge. I find it almost painfully hilarious. And I know those two words don't usually go together, but it's hilarious because if you had just learned from other government's mistakes, <coughs> Minister Fudge, I'm calling you out, um, yeah. uh, you, you wouldn't have had this problem. And it, you couldn't not be aware of the goings-on of that time. I mean, um, it was it, they were major events that threatened the, secure, the secrecy of the wizarding world. Um, the ICW got involved. The, the International Confederation of Wizards got involved with some of the things that were going on. And you could, th there was no way you couldn't not know right. what had happened and some of the things that were going on and some of the things that were being said and done. And the fact that you didn't learn from that. Yeah, no they... one learned from that ever. Yeah, that's um, a good point. <clears throat> and so it, it's... And then, and that it's, a sad, it's a sad mirror of our own world, actually. Yeah, because that does happen. It does. Because it does happen. Um, so you're supposed to say we're supposed to learn from history, but... It's like, oh, look that at happened. everyone not learning That from happened. History. I could do that same thing, but it would happen differently. Right. Exactly. But that just even goes to more into further to... I don't care who it is. If it works for me, like in a, in a, in a you know, like a, the government, yeah. if they're bringing somebody in saying he's dangerous, and after all what's going on with Grindelwald at the time, yeah, well, I would be like, I would take that shit seriously. Even, like, well, before we get into um, Newt coming into America and being stopped by customs, um, there was a, a major event and people talking about this great beast that was literally tearing apart New York. And um, Graves was even there. Yeah. And said, hey... And this person came up and said he has a magical creature in this case, and you didn't do anything about it. <laughs> like no one's doing. Fortunately, Graves showed up a little later at a uh, separate office. Well, he looked intrigued. He looked over like he was intrigued by what well, yeah, she because, was saying. Yeah, but yeah. then the president was didn't give a shit. So right. No, I know and that. Then, and then when the case opened up and it was a bunch of uh, baked goods, yeah. delicious baked goods, <laughs> and made baked goods, but baked goods, not magical creatures. Um, which is actually how they found out about the case switch. Yeah. Yes. I didn't so, mention that. I forgot to mention that part. Um, He's like, shit. Because the look on his news is like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they follow the path of destruction to Jacob's apartment mm -hmm. where the case had been opened. He had been bitten. Um, and she gets distracted by the panicking people. And Newt just goes, 
Anime. Oh, that repaired <laughs> that when he repaired all that man, that was beautiful. Yeah, and it's just oh, and it's all repaired. Oh, it was a gas leak. And fine. and she did. We didn't. It, it's so briefly mentioned and very easily overlooked when she was trying to get when Tina was trying to get uh, Newt to register his wand. She mentions I can't remember what she called it, but she mentioned oh, did you buy it at this place so such and such, which once makes me want to see the American equivalent of Diagon Alley. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. where are these people getting their shit? Right. Yeah, like their wand maker. I want to see their shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm 99% sure you guys will have to read it and let me know, but I think that all wands are made at Ilvermorny. Oh, I don't know. I that think. Would... Like, well, I mean, that would make sense. This way you get wands that are perfectly suited to the wizard. Yeah, now that I'm, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm pretty sure that that's, that's what... Also pro- that's also probably a really interesting... Um, school topic like oh hey we're gonna go into wand making theory now yeah Ha-ha! that would be a cool thing because then um, how did these people learn like how did Ollivander learn if there's not even a subject at school about exactly it? Uh, presumably yeah. apprenticeships yeah it had to have been passed but, down and yeah. shit but like you know there's, um, that might be a wizarding bow tech arithmetic ancient runes that's fine <laughs> the vocational yeah, well, school, uh, school wand is very clearly a thing they talk about it yeah yeah, yeah you know Pretty what I mean heavily. so um, alright where are we at I totally lost so we get to the part where um Newt goes into Jacob's apartment yeah, so with a bit um, of nifty and one work, Newt pulls all, puts all right, at least damaged building. Yeah. Beasts are still at large. And I think... And that's when they go to Tina's home. Yeah. Um, because I, he's, been, he's been poisoned and can't be left alone and oblivion yeah. because he'll die. And yeah, so they have... And, and she wants him for uh, evidence. Yeah, witness. You're going, to, you're going to bear witness to his... Yeah, his nonsense. And debauchery and terribleness. Well, that leads right into... I'll tell you this sentence real quick and we can get... It says, uh, Tina takes the men to her and her sister's house. Her sister being the extremely gifted Legilimens Queenie. Now, she is, like, you know, Snape is a great Legilimens, but she took it to a fucking whole other level, dude. She was in your head and you didn't even Constantly, she was in all your head. the time. It was always. You know, like, and, dude, she wasn't even using her wand to do it. No. So she had to have been. Because, like, because when, when he says, You're reading my mind, he goes, That's not reading your mind. It's much more than that. Because, like, but Snape had to try. Like, he looked and you did it. She was just sitting over here and reading this dude's mind. Yeah, right. Like, she had to have been extremely gifted in this See, in, in the... In, the uh, I, I, in fact, I think that was what the big thing that she was gifted in, even in school. Like, that was her... That was her niche. Yeah. Right. And it, even, even back classes. when, like... <laughs> when, and they didn't delve into it very much either, but, like, when, when she was doing it to Jacob, obviously he had no idea what was happening. But when Snape was doing it to Harry, like... I know he was told to fight it, but he was also living these things. You were seeing these memories that Snape was seeing at the well, same yeah, time. Yeah, but that's a different that's a different type of. I, I feel like that was a first and foremost. There's a difference between a Legelman's just reading, picking up surface thoughts, right? Um, and deeping diving and, into and the diving thoughts, diving in and finding your deepest, darkest secrets. Now that said, she proved later on in the movie that she was completely able to do yeah. that without you being any the wiser, right? Um, she also said it was harder for her to re- read English people's minds because the she, accent. Yeah, she goes, "You got oh yeah, I can't, I can't d- decide what you're saying." <laughs> See, but even even I back later, whenever accent. she does it to Newt, he completely was aware of it. But, yeah, I think he just knew because well, she, she was that, saying things that he was thinking. That's also what. part part of that. Yeah. also has to be just your magic. Yeah, you have to be able to feel it. Like if right. you're a good, he might have been a, a decent Aquaman for all we know. Like. We don't know. We, they didn't even mention Occlumency in... Well, he's clearly a good liar, considering the excuse he gave to Tina about why he was in New York. Yeah, he is a good liar. Uh, he was there to buy a puff scheme, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the fucking... He's like, oh, she's like, well, we already caught that breeder a year ago, so... Yeah, we should have <laughs> You're... You know nothing. So we see Queenie, and then uh, after feeding them dinner and giving them cocoa in bed, which he... Uh, Jacob says is the best meal he ever had. He goes, yeah, I'm a cook. And he goes, this yeah. is the best thing ever. Like... <laughs> I think that shit with the pants. when she cooks that fucking strudel was and dope. The way it just man. came together, dude. I was yeah, like, it came together and immediately cooked, and it was 
ready to be eaten just as soon as the god sat down on the table. It was I love it because she looks at him. She goes, "You like you want strudel?" And he goes, "Yeah." Dude. <laughs> he goes, "I want." How the fuck like, did you sure, know? Yeah. Well, I love strudel. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so Newt, Newt, then uh, they're in bed. Newt puts his suitcase onto the floor and enters it, and that's when Jacob's like, "Is that what?" <laughs> the fuck? And the hand goes up. Come on. He's like, "What me?" <laughs> So, so um, uh, down in the suitcase, we get the. Is this the very first time we see the inside of the yes, suitcase? It okay. Is. Uh, yeah. This is, and then the first thing it does is right. It says where. That's where we're at. It says after feeding them dinner and giving them cocoa in bed, Newt takes Jacob on a trip into his case, where he puts an ointment on his Mertlap bite, which heals instantly. Right. Like he put yeah. it on, it was like boop. Yeah. They then proceed to the one or to uh, to see the wonderful creatures of Newts. Um, the first thing we see is a Thunderbird named Frank. Um, now they did not mention that this was what this was in the movie. No, no, because well, it was kind of obvious because every time it flapped its wings, the it was storm. A storm yeah. Ro- well, when I first saw it, I was like, "That's got to be the Thunderbird." Because it was so cool, man. You know what I mean? I've read awesome. it's one. That's the Overmorning House. Like uh, you know what I mean? And I've read that story, so it's like I was like, "That's a, that's fucking awesome." You know what I mean? I was hoping to see all the rest of them, but we will, we will. Um, Give it time. Yeah, I want to see a Puckwudgie. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I want to see a Puckwudgie. We find out that Frank is the reason that he's there. Um, yeah. He right. wants to travel to Arizona and release him back into the wild because he was uh, trafficked and abused and hurt. and uh, Which we could see from the, the wizarding green screen, I guess you could say. But yeah, it, it, it looked like Arizona to him. It was yeah. so cool. Um, we see uh, Grap Horns. Remember those big, those big horse-looking things? With the, the, la- the, the last breeding pair. Yeah. Yes. And it was, and, yeah. and he was like, ah, ah, ah. It was, when it was coming. I'd be, I'd be shitting myself. Right. Too. That thing was huge. Yeah. We see Akamis. Those yeah. snake things are. Those things yeah. are cool, yeah. man. I like those things. Yeah. Uh, we see uh, something called a flooper, which was the owl-looking thing we, that was there. Yeah. Um, the tree of bow truckles. Yep. Which was that was cool. I loved I loved them all there. Like, now I know I, I remember seeing in the movie Lane doesn't. There was a a nun. It was like a cheetah-looking thing. Remember yes. that? There was an undo. That was in down. There. I that had to have looked somewhere or something. There was an undo in there, um, which was equal parts mind blow and uh, uh, absolutely terrified for the characters until you realized, oh, it's okay. They're right. all just, it's okay. One right. thing we don't know the name of and we couldn't find it online are those little beetle things that were pushing those big dirt balls around. Um, I had no idea I, what those things were. We could not find it anywhere. I don't think that. Uh, as far as we know, they were just big ass beetles. <laughs> that were pushing rocks and. They got an engorged. Looked like they were pushing tumbleweeds or some, some big ass poop. I don't remember those big ass dung beetles. Yeah. Maybe they were just giant dung beetles. Yeah, I don't he know. He on them, and then there they are. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then <laughs> there was uh, the mystical and rare obscurus that was shielded by some bubble. Oh yeah, that. Now an obscurus is a creature created by a wizard or witch, suppressing their magical abilities for too long. Being a very dark and dangerous force. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so scarier not, than a Dementor. Oh, much, Absolutely. much. Now, for and for um, whatever reason, seemed to thrive in snowy environment. Um, yeah, I think that was I think that was just a preserving mechanism. Cold preserves. Point blank. Fair enough. Um, and you couldn't really leave that out with the rest of the magical creatures because if uh, you find out later on that if it leaves the bubble, it dies. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, Newt was hoping to study it over a long period of time to try and figure out um, what made it work, how... Maybe how to prevent it, it or... Maybe it could it be prevented. Or controlled. Um, and I think... Uh, well, that it, it's explained what creates it, and you, you touched on it. It's when a witcher wizard suppresses the magic, but I, it, it's also paired with abuse. 
they yeah. they are beaten and they learn to suppress their magic that way yeah. because they don't want to be hurt anymore. Right. Um, and that gives some insight into that would have happened. Books. That would have happened to Harry if he yeah. didn't go to Hogwarts. He, I guarantee well, it. it. It might have happened to Harry if anything more than uh, basic neglect. Mm-hmm. Was because they were bad. The Dursleys, the Dursleys were, were bad. That was a tip of um, the pinnacle. Well, now I have a question. This raises a question for me. Does does this happen? Do, all right. So you know how Harry made, was making things happen. Yeah. Now and and Hagrid asked him like, "Have you ever made anything happen?" Because yeah. all witches and wizards growing up do. Right. That. So that's what I'm saying. Does yeah. that, that happen to everybody? Like, yeah. Because there was a scene where Neville was talking about. They thought he was a squib for the longest time, and then he but his uncle threw him out of the window and he bounced down. That's the right. Okay. Yeah, which. Uh, once again, abuse. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, child use services get hey, that. Hey, Long bottom house. My oh. uncle threw me into a pool before I learned how to swim, and I my ass learned how to swim really quick. Yeah, so, right? There's um, that. One of the, one of the things um, that is scary about Harry's situation is had he oh. been more abused than what he was... And for longer, even. And for... For, well, well, they say it happens before 10 years old. So. Yeah, because most most wizards and witches that spawn in Obscurus die by 11. Yeah. Um, oh, so he got last moment type oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Um, had he been uh, slightly more abused, the entire Harry Potter story could have gone very, very differently. He could have killed everybody. <laughs> like, the Dursleys ended up dead. Um, yeah, as to the very, very, very magic, dead. Um, yes, all witches and wizards grow up, growing up do that. Um, and most people think that accidental magic is uncontrolled magic. Um, I would put out that accidental magic only happens when you are angry or stressed, scared, or you want something. Um, we get an example, I think, in the um, Ron Weasley's case where he summons something to him. Um, I think. Um. Don't let me do that. <laughs> Internet, fact check that. Yeah. Um, and. Um, he summoned a teddy bear to himself and uh, or, or uh, banished it away after uh, his brothers turned into a spider, which is how he got his fear of spiders. Was oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I remember that. So I would, I would suggest that accidental magic is magic that happens under uh, very high emotional circumstances. Yeah, that makes more sense. So if your magic tries to lash out to protect you, but having that magic protect you causes you to be beaten more, um, your magic's initial instinct and your initial instinct is to suppress that and to hold it in. Right. Um, because he, it, particularly in the case of Harry, <clears throat> Harry always sort of felt uh, a sensation before the accidental magic happened. Yeah. Like there when he always, like when he made the glass disappear when right, he, Dudley was, fell there in. There was always a sensation of some kind that he felt um, that... And when he first picked up his wand in, uh, in the movies, especially how there was that warm feeling uh-huh. of finally being whole and complete, as though it had been something had been missing and was now returned. Like that's the conduit to the world exactly. that he needed. Um, so I feel like accidental magic is really just high stress magic, and if high stress magic causes you to be in situations that cause greater stress, you try and suppress that and hold it in, and that's when things get bad. Yes. Um, it's the same same things... same thing as like when you're stressing people develop ulcers. It's the same concept. Yeah, you're gonna get they, sicker. Like you're gonna get exactly. Um, it, and it proved it whenever even even after that your school didn't have your wand because he did accidental magic to Marge. Yeah, and he didn't do it on purpose. It right. Still, so it doesn't. No wizard is above accidentally doing something in levels of high stress. And yes. The, one of the reasons why accidental magic goes away isn't because 
they stop experiencing stress, it isn't because they start becoming more trained. It's because they develop coping mechanisms naturally right. to help deal with that stress and shunt it away from lashing out at the world. That's why, like, when you get your more powerful wizards, like, like Voldemort, generally calm in a battle. Dumbledore, extremely calm in a battle. Oh, yeah. Like, they never get emotional, like, too emotional, yeah. like, where they're losing their mind. Right. Like, um, which is one of the reasons why the Obscurus is so dangerous. Because the Obscurus is every negative emotion you've ever felt, given whew. consciousness, form, and direction. I would hate to see what my Obscurus would do. Oh. <laughs> um, God, I probably would never have one. And that's, what, that's one of the big things that make them scarier than Dementors. Um, Dementors are the living embodiment of fear. Yes. They induce it. They bring all of your worst thoughts and memories to the surface. Um, Obscurus, on the other hand, it's every thought, fear, negative emotion you've ever had given true form. Not just fear, everything. Not just, yeah. Um, De- Dementors would run in, in, in horror from an Obscurus. Yeah, they, they should. <laughs> they should. As well, well they should. <laughs> so... so. Now, now that we've got all that taken care of, I, I, I have a theory that we can bring up later uh, in regard in regards to the Obscurus. But um. all right, and then uh, all right, so they go into the case. We're right here, right after the they case. find the Niffler. Yeah, so they're in the case, and then they they decide to leave to go look for the creatures himself. He asks Jacob for help. He goes, "Come with me. We're going to go search for these creatures." Right. He goes, shouldn't we tell the ladies they gave us cocoa? They gave us cocoa. It feels wrong. <laughs> well, yes, except as soon as they realize you're not sweating, they're going to obliviate you. Right. What, Let's what, go. What does Let's, that mean? I'm on the... Oh, well, yeah. It'll be just like waking up, but you won't remember any of this. I won't remember any of this? Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather have the memories of magic. So they... I guess they have an idea of where the Rumpert is because he asked, is there any planes or he's like Central Park maybe or whatever. Yeah. And then he's they, like, where's Central Park? He's like, what do you mean where's Central Park? <laughs> Have you ever been to New York? And no. they, uh, so on their way to there, they pass a jewelry store. They look over and there's a Niffler standing there like this. He's <laughs> <laughs> standing perfect. Like mannequin challenge one, guys. Yeah, that's a shit. And he, they're looking at him and he, the jewelry slips off. And it's yeah. funny because he's like, really? <laughs> and he like breaks, he like, this, the, the glass just incinerates. That was nuts, dude. I was so cool. The whole chasing inside that jewelry yeah, store was, was funny like, as fuck. <coughs> that was something straight out of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, and Jacob's like freaking out the whole time. He's like, fuck, like, uh, fuck. And then, and then the case opens up and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then he's freaking like, then the thing gets outside and he like uses like Aki or something. And all these jewels are coming out. They're getting covered in necklaces and diamonds. Yeah, they're, they're dodging. They're dodging. Dude, how about, the, uh, how about the bubble window thing? When he sticks it to the glass? Yeah. That was cool. That was crazy too. He's like something. fighting it and he's like, no, no. And then like they're covered in jewelry and the cop show up. He's like, he went that way, but they're <laughs> covered in this shit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was so fucking funny. <laughs> it was a, it was and, a, then, and then a mundane creature shows up and saves them of all things, a lion. They're like, holy, yeah. And, then, and the cops just freak out about this. Lion? Like, you, just saw, you just saw two men covered in jewelry and an untold amount of destruction in these shops and that, the, was cl- that clearly has no logical explanation. And, and then you get new, and he's then, like, he's like, New York City is becoming one of the most entertaining cities I've ever imagined. I could have ever imagined. Like, it, was, it was very interesting. So, well, that lion is actually what leads them to the next Well, it was creature. funny, though, because he said, oh, look, a lion. And I was like, oh, they're really going to fall for that? They and pan over, and there's that lion. fucking lion. There's actually like, a lion. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I was actually not expecting that lion to be there. Okay. So, uh... They find a Niffler, and then the and then the lion, and then the other escape. They saw an ostrich, I believe, an ostrich yeah. run past uh, them on a bridge. Oh yeah, and, and they're like, he's like, oh shit, <laughs> like. And they find, and then they find the rumpant in Central Park Zoo, horrifying a poor little hippo. Question: poor hippo. What creature was it under the ice? 
I think it was the Arumpant because it swims. It was. The Arumpant can swim? Yes, the Arumpant can swim. Okay. I was just curious. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. I was. thought it was the Akamami um, or the Akami. No, because no, it had that glowing – because under the glass, you know how its nose glowed? It was yeah. I just it, it looked much longer. It was hippo like because when you saw it standing, looking at the hippo, it was blowing water out of its blowhole. It had yeah, a blowhole like oh, a whale. Oh, yeah, I so see. Was, that makes it sense. It was part whale, part hippo, part rhino, part destruction. Part giant. <laughs> yeah. The thing was huge, and it was really horny. I think. <laughs> oh, that, that's absolutely. The, the serpent though, we actually see it crawl into there, and then we see. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't. I I first I the whole time I just was like, I just now realized that I didn't catch. Yeah. That that was what was underneath the ice. All right, yeah. so after um, Hippo. So uh, Newt starts handing uh, Jacob all these uh, football and rugby pads just out of his case. Here oh, yeah. Saw. He's <laughs> like, why would I need to wear something? Like your because your skull is susceptible to, susceptible to <laughs> crushing. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, whatever, sure. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then he tells him not to worry. Don't worry, you're fine. <laughs> So, is it really going to be fun? Well, no, but I find that if you worry, you just suffer twice. That's a very good point, actually. I like that's it a is. good. That's, that's, that's the best life advice a movie has ever given. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, because if you're worried about dying and then you die, you've worried, you've worried twice. twice about it. <laughs> so Newt then begins to attempt to contain the arumpent by using pheromones and a sexy mating dance. Okay. That was so funny, dude. It was, was ridiculous. He was like, yeah, go and get it. <laughs> he got down and dirty. inside of me that I didn't understand and didn't want to right? See, but that's not out of character because a, a person that was said a creature even in our world would know that stuff. Yeah. You know, they would know to do that. Oh, I it loved was, it. I, I, was like, I was like, that's fucking awesome. But I then part it. of me was like, how could an arumpent do that? Like, ain't no arumpent doing... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, uh, I imagine it had more to do with uh, overall body position and language, yeah. just like anything else. The twerking. He was like twerking yeah, for twerking. it. <laughs> Come and get this. And he's like, he like rolled on the ground. The twerk, apparently. Right. And now, now the, him doing this almost works until Jacob spills the pheromones on himself. And then the erumpent decides that uh, Jacob is uh, the best thing ever. <laughs> Leading to a crazy chase scene. <laughs> right, yeah. Very crazy chase scene. Uh, uh, and this ice. is where we very the very first time we ever see the Arumpin's actual power itself. Oh, that was uh, cool. Jacob, so Jacob scurries up a tree, and um, <laughs> he's like, the Arumpin can't really get to him, so the Arumpin just stabs the tree with its horn, and we see it inject like, lava or something, na- fuck. napalm or uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, yeah, liquid gold. What, whatever um, it does, just melts the fucking tree. So now, like, so now we know why the horn explodes. Exactly. From now we know, and. Um, they finally manage. Jacob finally runs over the frozen river, and uh, Newt comes in and uh, sucks the rumpet back into the case, but just barely. It was like licked him. It like like as it was getting sucked yeah. in, it was. Like, <laughs> it got a kiss in, man. It that got thing it. was that thing was super yeah. horny. That thing would have fucked the shit out of him. I think he would have died. <laughs> death by a rumpet dick. I think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that was a female actually. He would have been. That's by grinding. Then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it would have been uh, something. He got the last lap dance of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So after capturing the Arumpent, they enter the case, and then they're under a bridge. So they're, they're I'm assuming they're going into the case to take care of it, to put it back in. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. And it's then... Um, That's when uh, Tina... Yep, Tina then arrives and closes the case. She, like, and, sits on it. She's like... Yep. yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I caught the and she takes it to the Makuza yeah, uh, and um, interrupts a meeting. In uh, re- uh, an uh, important with, meeting. Seems yeah, a yeah. very important uh, meeting. Uh, this, is, this is the first time we get to see... Um, 
the ICW, and this is not a full meeting of the ICW, the International Confederation of Wizards. This is the delegation showing up to America and going, get your house in fucking order. Right. Um, <clears throat> the United Nations of the Wizarding World, basically. basically. And um, there's some uh, snubs towards the German consulate. I will not be spoken down to by someone who uh, could not hold Grindelwald. <laughs> like, who let, Grindel who, who let Gellert... Grindelwald slipped through his fingers. I won't be spoken down to you. It's like, all right, then how about you fight Gellert Grindelwald and see how you fare? Pretty much. <laughs> you fucking um, fuck. And, uh, see, and that... Um, so Tina walks in, and um, this, is, this is that uh, moment where I said the incompetence uh, of people in power, because if uh, Madam President uh, had just listened uh, when Tina first showed up with Newt... But then we wouldn't have had a movie. I understand we wouldn't have had a movie, <laughs> but... You can't help but call people out. On oh, that. no, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Newt comes out of the case with Jacob, and... Um, well, he's immediately greeted by well, the, meeting the Minister also, of Magic. Yeah, because the, 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 yeah, the so meeting also had to do with uh, the death of that politician right, from the um, Obscurus killed him. What, yeah, now, was he so. running for mayor or president? Uh, he was. I think he was just Congress. Yeah, he just was just Congress. some type of okay. congressman. It was, Senator. Yeah, they were, I think they mentioned that he could be president is the yeah. thing. Like. Um, so So they were they were there yeah, for the so meeting for the Shaw. They showed the uh, and He goes that was brother. Newt's brother was apparently some war hero. Yeah, cuz he was yeah, cuz uh the commander name or yeah, something. Yeah, the commander name was recognized, but he wasn't. And, oh no, that's just Well, no, when brother. he comes out of the case, the 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 minister of magic Says and like Mister Scamander, and he like comes out and he's like, "Oh, hey, Minister!" Like, <laughs> yeah, but they, it, but it was some obviously someone we had no idea whoever right. whoever date was before whoever the minister was in the twenties. Right. Um, so we also one thing I want to mention before we see uh, what's his name Graves, uh, Graves did wandless magic. Yeah, that was he was using his. Oh, it was all aw yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. There was a lot. There was a lot more. Um, body motion and magic in general for little things for mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. But, like, Graves just held out his hand, and that case is not mine. So um, that had to tell you, that's a powerful dude. Yeah, because you know, Queenie, well, Queenie was doing it too. You know what I mean? She, she was using her hands to help direct the magic. I don't know that she was actively doing Well, yeah, magic. but she was doing legilimens without using her wand too. Right. So, clearly, wandless magic is totally a thing that almost anybody can do. Um, the, the, you know, that's something about the Harry Potter series that I never... That they you don't see in the movies often like Wandless Dumbledore magic. can do it like he's done it a couple times. Well, like, there's even yeah, there's even Harry when when he was fighting Voldemort he like threw his hand back and yeah. There's even pushed. there was even times I'm I'm pretty sure that Harry said like I'm pretty sure Dumbledore can read my mind like yeah yeah you know what I mean because Dumbledore just knows shit like yeah, so he, he was he, doing the same thing Dumbledore's Queenie was the doing. the old man that always knows shit right. See, Dumbledore um, was an expert in everything. So. See, and I know that they made a point about it in the books. I specifically remember reading it. Uh, I think Snape talking about wandless magic. Well, all wizards can do wandless magic because, like she mentions on Ilvermorny about the Indians back in the day. Yeah. There was a story about them where they didn't have wands back then. Their wand, their magic wasn't quite as powerful because that's the whole point of the wand is to... It's to, it's to help focus the magic. Yeah, and it makes it stronger. Right. Um... So they're they're at the uh, meeting for the International Convention of Wiz Confederation of Wizards, and um, they have this hologram image of the politician, who uh, basically just told the um, barebones is the that's the witch hunters, 
Um, freaks. He called them freaks. Yeah, they, and... he called them freaks and uh, told them to put themselves in with the rest of the trash. Yeah, um, he was brutal. Really great way for a politician to make to get supporters, by the way. Right. Um, I mean, Trump did it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so. Politics. Politics. Uh, so, they show up and they immediately think Newt is responsible for everything because he brought a magical creature in in a case, you know, after everything started going to hell. So, but of course he's at fault. It's, yeah, it's a problem. Um, but he knew immediately what was actually. And it's like this is that's no creature. Can you, tell by, can you tell by the marks? This is this is an obscurus. Yeah. And immediately, as soon as this word leaves his mouth, everybody is up in arms. And the president says there are no obscuruses here in America. There haven't been for generations. How dare you even accuse us of having one? Right. Like, um, and shortly thereafter, when they're all in the cell, wait, uh, Jacob waiting to be obliviated, and Tina and Newt um, waiting to be executed. Tina for basically just doing her job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't do a goddamn thing. Now, mind no, you... She was, she, well, the president said for, for failure to inform us... We did that. I tried. Happened, well, to be fair, I did try, and you were... Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, self, self-censorship self there. Um, <laughs> um, now, mind you, during during all of this is, that is happening, we haven't, we haven't spoken about these meetings between uh, Graves and Credence that are happening in back yeah, alleys. Wow. That he's um, looking for something, he's looking for, and he, uh, he merely mentions a child, and that's... Pretty much it. That's all the information I thought, we're getting. I, honestly, I thought he was talking about Dumbledore's sister at that point, but his sister would be long dead by now, so it wouldn't yeah, matter. Right. I didn't think. I, so I don't know why we, that thought ever crossed we, But we, was, it isn't until right after this scene when they're put into the cells that we find out exactly what yeah. is happening. We start putting the story together. Yeah. yeah. Um, shortly before, so shortly before this, or no, shortly after this, um, there's uh, an interrogation between Graves and Newt, and Tina's also there for reasons. Um where uh, Graves brings out the Obscurus, which is still locked in its bubble. And this, this I don't mean to interrupt you, but this scene is the clip that I have at the beginning of this show. Yeah, um, he was reading about, like, you were kicked out of, why does Albus Dumbledore have such an interest in you? And Right. Um, and uh, Graves suggests that Newt maybe set the Obscurus onto New York. Um, as a pa- for, he was a doing it as a patsy yeah. thing because he know because he's like you know that that thing isn't going to hurt anybody you can't like, yeah and um, Newt says the uh, what amounts to being Grindelwald's tagline mass mass murder or mass slaughter for the greater good yeah and he's like yep and or something. it's like well yeah that's actually kind of what I'm talking about did you happen to do this it's like no I'm not one of Grindelwald's fanatics yeah and um, and then and then he says something along the lines of that makes uh, that so, scene even more yeah, intense so the, because that of who he is yeah, yeah. and then um, and then he says uh, so the Obscurus is useless when contained like this and he's like what what pos- that that's the magic of a dead child who was abused what possible use could you have for it um you will only learn and um then they're both sentenced to death because Tina and we can't and yeah. Jacob was assumingly gonna be well, obliviated. obliviated yeah um because at least at least they have that going for them. If you're no, if you're a nomad, at least they didn't kill the him. Magic people can't put you to death. Yeah. <laughs> so now in this in this death scene, uh, I heard Lane say out loud in the theater, "Oh, it's like a giant pensive." Because she took her memory out of her head and threw it in the water. But yeah. if I'm correct, this not only it acted the same way, but I'm pretty sure that was Black Death, the I'm potion. Almost positive that it because was. something dropped in the water and it dissolved like the a wheat. Lot. 
Yeah, it dissolved much like the the same potion that Slughorn had in the movie. Yeah, it looked the and exact then, same. And, and then everything went to shit. Yeah. Right. It wasn't entered. That was a cool scene. That scene yeah. was cool. Um, but uh, so yeah, the, she she says that she gets in the chair and starts getting lowered, and she but she's kind of like euphoric of some because of the memories that she's yeah. Seeing. And then the memories shift to her <laughs> saving credence um, yeah. from being whipped. That's why and, she was fired. Yeah, you you find out. Uh, very very shortly thereafter, that she was she was actually demoted from being an order to that because she did that when the bare boneses were having a meeting full of their uh, witch burning sadist crazies. Yeah. Um, and you know nearly exposed the whole of the whole of the uh, entirety of the wizarding. And group. she attacked a nomad too. Like yeah. She, so she that's that's that. never good. You you. Ooh. Like relations She's like, lucky she even had a job there at all, to be honest. Like yeah. the ministry would have fired that fucker. Like oh, yeah. he would have been gone. Azkaban. That's that's like no. So Newt cleverly saves her with uh the swooping evil. Um they get out of there. She's like, just jump, just walk, he'll, he'll just jump on his back or whatever. Right. She's like, I don't know. So they they get out of there. Beautiful wings. That thing was terrible cool. venom. And oh by the way, it's called the swooping evil, but it's actually pretty fun. That awesome. yo yo. It was like a yo yo. He's like, whoa, it was Yeah, so it was cool. pretty dope. But yeah. So they, they, they make it out of there, long story short, with uh Queen, the help of Queenie and Jacob. Uh, Queenie was alerted by this because she's super skilled. And yeah, she she did that. So yeah, she also Right. You're having an affair? Give me that guy. <laughs> so they they seek out uh, the help of a goblin named Narlac, which, uh, as Lane said, uh, if anybody in the whole world is going to have mobster goblins it's going to be america yeah and it's going yeah, to be it in new york city usa that has mob-like <laughs> goblins uh, played by uh, uh, what was it ron, ron perlman, perlman. Yeah. he had a cigar and everything yeah that was fantastic um <laughs> so um but so for the information narlax like oh i need something and he's like and he's like oh i give you this he goes oh i have i have six of those and he's like gonna he was gonna give him something else and he's like is that a, yeah, is that a boat those things can pick locks can which is interesting did you guys notice that the name of his uh bow truckle was picket picket yeah. oh yeah i didn't notice that <laughs> yeah i did actually it was cool, because I didn't know that that's what bow truckles did. Like I didn't, yeah. I, I forgot. Well, about they can, it. and <coughs> well, it was. I mean, they're tiny. They're tiny little things. I mean, you can train a mouse to pick a lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smart enough. So the info yeah, that they can do it in Pinocchio, <laughs> right? The info that they're trading for is the location of the demi guys. Yeah, because it's like finding an invisible thing. He's like, how do you find something invisible? He goes yeah. with extreme difficulty. So after he asks Newt for his bow truckle, which he is very reluctant to give, see that's the another, bow truckle that, doesn't want to leave. That's either. part of the reason why it bothered me because as Newt was handing it over, it was like clawing at his hand, trying to not get away, but yeah. it wasn't scratching him or anything. That could have that, that could have uh, once again that could have been because the bow truckle was yeah. juvenile. Yeah. It could have been because it might be like a cat where it has Newt. like retractable claws. Yeah, he, I mean, let's face it, Newt has. Newt has the ability to keep a Nundu in his case. Yeah. Nundu being one of the single most deadly magical creatures that Harry Potter has ever produced. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, he's got some kind of affinity with animals. He's kind of yeah. like a, Well, he could talk to that Bowtruckle. Like, yeah. He spoke kinda, with it. He's kind of like a miniature version of Hagrid, actually. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. So this was a setup, as we see. Yeah. Uh, the the, Mac, the Makuza yes. show up. And, yeah, and they get looking, away by looking very gangster in their fedoras. Yeah, them. right. They yeah. Like appara- so apparently magical fashion, in at least in America, follows muggle fashion. I, I didn't see a Tommy gun wand, and I was disappointed. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool though because this whole scene takes place in a magical speakeasy almost. It was, yeah. it was really yeah. interesting. Um, and it just, was much, it just, much, it's just what brings you more into 1926. Yeah, and it, it, the entrance of it was much like the entrance to Diagon Alley. Like it was just cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, giggle water was giggle water was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like completely serious. 
<laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, dude. That was a pretty it good. Was, it was amazing, man. I, I want some of that shit. Dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> that You're having a bad day. Here, have some water. Right. <laughs> Your mom just died. I'll, I'll just sit here, just laugh. <laughs> but uh, so they escape and they find, and then they proceed to find a demi guys, which it seems to be babysitting something because it was taking like food and other yeah. shit. Also, and I should try mention, not, try not to be predictable. You're right. And yeah. I, we should mention that it was it was at Macy's. It was. Yeah, Macy's existed Macy's. in 1926. Well, Macy's has been around for a long. Macy's. Day it was just funny. Like I, I was like, "Oh, Macy's, really?" Like, but uh, that's cool. It's but a, but so we see it take to this, and it's a giant dragon thing. But we learn which is an alchemy, alchemy, yeah. which we saw as little. But he decided described as they uh, grow expands, to their size. Yeah, expands to fit available space. Like alligators do a similar thing, I believe, because like if you have a yeah, because if you have like an alligator in your home, it won't grow as big. Like if it lives in a tub or something. Yeah. But an alligator in the I wild mean, will grow much larger. Not to that extent, obviously, no. but that was um, that was cool. They caught it using a teacup, a, a teapot. teapot, and an insect. And yeah, he's like, find an insect. He goes, just find one. <laughs> he had and, a good um, shot with that thing because yeah, he was they, crushed, and he's like, Seek. yeah, good aim. Um, and then the de- the demi guys, in addition to being able to turn completely invisible, um, and being apparently apparently having uh, if not near human intelligence greater than human intelligence yeah i would say so um, it was capable of uh, reading the most predictable future which is a lot like to that, you ever is, watched next with uh i have actually well it's his fucking name nicholas cage yeah that's it um, he was that very, same concept where he could see what was going to happen based on the things that were happening yeah um that was cool the future changes just that's an interesting well, yeah, creature does, but uh, apparently this particular future was so predictable that they showed it twice. And it was cool because when he saw, he saw, like, we saw him see something, and then all that shit happened. It was so cool. It was yeah, great. it was really interesting. And uh, funny thing funny thing about uh, Alchemies, they also shrink to fit available size, which is how they caught it using a teapot. Yeah. It was cool. I love that scene. was cool. It just went from big, and it just got really little, mm-hmm. and he's like, ding! It was a beautiful catch. Beautiful. But then, um... So yeah, that that whole, these creatures are this just goes on. These creatures are amazing. Yeah. Like, um, and then they end up they all end up back in the case. Um, Queenie, Tina, uh, Newt, and Jacob. They all end up back in the case, helping to uh, take care of the uh, creatures there, including some moon calves, which were adorable. Oh yeah. They they were adorable and telekinetic. <laughs> and then like he puts the little the thing back in. Yeah. Um, and then Queenie does her mind reading trick. On uh, what's on his Newt. face? Yeah. And um, we find out that apparently Newt had some form of uh, relationship with a member of the Lestrange family. Yeah, Letta Lestrange, Lestrange, however you want to yeah. say it. Um, Zoe Kravitz, was the, that was a picture, because it was a picture of a woman. Yeah. And she yep. goes, who is this woman? Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. And apparently that's what got him kicked out of Hogwarts. I have a feeling that, he's co- that he covered for her or something. Something happened. I absolutely believe he covered for her. Yeah. Because there's... Yeah. Which she's, would, she's would it explains strange. the affinity uh, from Dumbledore and all that good shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same. Ha- it's a Hagrid. It's yeah, a Hagrid all over story. again. And then, of course, Jacob asks about magic schools, and immediately there is a school pride off. Yeah. Oh yeah. He goes. I'm from. the greatest magic school. Oh, ever. I, I would say Hogwarts. Hogwash. Hogwash. <laughs> Back and forth. Um, and they only touch on it a little bit because clearly it's a friendly rivalry. Um, it's not like Durmstrang and um, right. Bobatons are getting nasty up in there, mm. but um, that's that's really cool because that that adds to the world. Now they now, know they exist. Yeah. Now there's something else too about that about that story. Not only do you find out about Ilvermorny, but you find out that there are there not along with Durmstrang and Bobatons, 
There is one in China. There is one in Brazil. There of is, there is. There yeah, there has obviously you, you know would what expect I mean? it, right? and you find out very little tiny things about these things, you know, things and how each school interacts and and does certain things and like uh, like for exa- for just a short example, the China school, their robes are white, I believe. They're all white, or no, they're gold or pink or something. And in each, with your academic level, the robe changes color. Oh, kind of like the uh, uh, belt system from karate. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, so okay. with, uh, with your academic level, your robe changes color. And if, for example, if you decide to go rogue and do evil things, your robe turns white, and it's it cannot be changed. So you're singled you're singled out. That'd be very easy. That guy's evil. That guy's evil. You know what I mean? Everyone knows. <laughs> but you're ca- knows you're cast you're casted out, and your robe will forever be a white robe. You know what I mean? No Something many, along no those lines. I would just take the robe off. Yeah, I know. I'm just well, presumably there's a magic tied to that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, but I mean So it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting it. and it fits it fits the criteria it being China and then their the um what's the word I'm looking for? Strict academic policies yeah. and, and things like that. So it's just <coughs> we gotta better get going on this. Uh we then cut to the Salemers, Credence and the foster son of Mary Lou and the brother of Chastity and Modest, which are some interesting Modesty. names. Modesty. Modesty, I didn't write the Y. But uh he finds a, a fake, seemingly fake wand in her room, and then uh, Mary Lou sees him have it, and she, of course, blames him, and she begins. Oh. She's going to start whipping him again. Yeah. But then he does magic, I think, unknowingly. Well, we uh, thought it might have been the girl. Like they well, were trying to throw yeah, you off. They, they were, they were trying to throw us off. And before this, he receives uh, from from Graves actually the oh yes. the pendant, which was the um, the Deathly Hollows, the like, triangle and the circle of the line. He's like, if you ever need me, just touch this, and I will know. And um, knowing what. That symbol, that that symbol was a symbol for Grindelwald. At this point, um, I, uh, like mind blow number one, Graves is freaking a member of Grindelwald's yeah. army. Holy crap, he's a fanatic. <clears throat> no wonder he was uh, looking for this Obscurus. Uh, oh, and, uh, we were we wrong? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so Credence gets confronted by Mary Lou, and uh, Modesty is there, and Modesty tries to take the blame for it when she realizes that Credence is going mm. to get whipped again. And um, when Mary Lou goes to whip Modesty, Credence goes... Hell no. Hell the fuck no, and the Obscurus shows up. Yep. And just wrecks uh, Mary Lou. And that ends her. That completely ends her. Um, Now, the thing about this is that we've been told from when we first learned of the Obscurus till now that if you're a wizard or a witch and you generate an Obscurus, you die by 11. Period. Yeah, but this somehow this kid. <clears throat> well, um, Graves shows up and takes Credence to find Modesty because now Graves thinks that Modesty is the obscure. Because that'd be the obvious choice. That'd be the obvious choice. As it turns out, no, Credence is the obscure. Yeah, and this and is, he's like sixteen. And this was also after you know he was kind of talking down to Credence, like, oh, he's like, I never like had use for you. Squib. You're a so squib. I'm smelling on you the first time I met you, and I'm done with you. That's and another as thing. As soon as this happens, I got to bring that real quick. They do not mention the name, the word "squib" in any of the eight movies. Only in because remember because uh, no, well, Filch. No, they talk about they talk about it um, during the trial uh, in Order of the Phoenix for that's right. Harry oh Pierce. yeah, never. So damn it, fuck yeah. That, that her, the squibs could see Dementors. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, I agree. Uh, but, okay. All right. Well, that was the one time. But I mean, what I because like Filch is a squib, but they don't mention him being a squib in the movies whatsoever. He's right. just a dude that seemingly doesn't use magic. Yeah. So I guess I I, you're, I stand corrected. I, yeah, yeah I, I almost was in agreement with you. I forgot all about, all about that, that scene. scene. Yeah, yeah they, they do use it once in the. Like we don't have any. We don't have any record of a wizard and witch living <clears throat> in living in there. And she goes, "I'm a squib." <laughs> right. All right. Fair enough. 
So yeah, he calls him a squib. He pretty much talks down to him, like pretty much like yeah, you've I'm, I'm you've you've done your worst. You're get out of my fucking face. You've officially fulfilled what you were worth. So and um. At that point, uh, Credence just loses all control. Oh and, my god, that um, scene was cool. The, the walls are just getting destroyed, and, and then, like, it's like, Credence, he's just looking. I seem to owe you an apology. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> really? Like, really? <laughs> now you want to apologize. You know what? Screw Fuck you. you. And now I'm an obscurus that wants to eat literally all of New York. Um, so the, so the, the obscurus goes on a rampage yeah, and uh, uh, starts ripping apart New York. Oh my god! Like, which is crazy because this like, is the first time it actually manifests into a physical form, like transformer style. Like it was like it reminded no, me of that a, big transformer from was, the one that snake it, looking it one. It was the first time that we saw it in its full physical form because it was like invisible. Was oh yeah, I guess that's true because um, the guy at the when, beginning when of the Mary, movie, when Mary Lou um, died, uh, it was it was full on. When the at the very beginning of the movie, when the building got ripped apart, yeah, that guy on. said it was like a black and mist. Then, yeah. And then also when the politician died, we sort of saw a little bit about the Obscurus coming for him, but none of the it was more uh, invisible nomads than... could see it. Yeah. Because um, much like most other things, if you're not if you don't have at least a little magic in you, you're not going to see it. You don't see magic. They mention it on the night bus. He says that most muggles don't see anything because they're not looking for it. They don't. Yeah. They don't believe that it could be there, so they're not going to see it. It's but... like the right now in the Flash. There's a antagonist that Savitar. only the Flash can see because he's a speedster. He's a, he's the Savitar, the god of the uh, Speed Force, is what he called himself. But oh, weird. Yeah, um, it's, especially it's, considering the Flash generates the Speed Force. I don't he, he he's a recipient of the Speed Force. Apparently, this guy claims to be the Speed Force. We know he's not, but that's what he's claiming. It's in it's interesting. Yeah, it's so really interesting. to everybody else in the room, he's being held up, pinned to the wall by an invisible being. But he sees this guy. Like, oh, interesting. It's, it's cool. He's cool looking, but okay. I'm, so I'm clearly behind on this. <laughs> so after the city is being destroyed. Uh, and there's a chase because uh, what's his name is after him. Graves is going after him, trying yeah, Graves to. Graves is going after him. And, and then a Newt Graves duel for a little bit. Yeah, but Newt, no, before that, Newt shows up. They show up on a building. Yeah. And he's like, "That is the most powerful one I've ever seen." Like he specifies yeah. that, and then he takes off, and then, and then he hands the case to Tina, and Tina hands the case to Queenie, Queenie and then he hand, she hands the case. He's like, "Oh no, no, you ain't going without me." And he goes, it's like, you're the one that said I want to use guys. It's like, we operated to the top of a skyscraper, and you're gonna fucking leave me here? Like, I would be like, "How the hell am I supposed to get down from here?" Right. Yeah, but uh, so and let, let's let's not forget before we skip past it the connection of the ones between Tina and Graves. But yeah, but that wasn't a prior ring container. I know it wasn't that. I'm just saying it was cool. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was a little it was little like a like a Kamehameha Weaver versus Galakun, but one so yeah. But uh, uh, more magic, little uh, so a little less world destruction. Yeah. So the chase leads to a subway tunnel where the movie pretty much ends, and uh, yeah. um, Tina and Newt attempt to talk him out of the rampage. And Graves is actually helping them with this. Yeah, he um, is. Which is odd because he's been kind of against them, and I think what it amounts it to was is for personal gain. Yeah, like, of course it was. But um, the Obscurus is now starting to tear Credence apart. Credence yeah. cannot continue to live. But she seemed to have, an, Tina seemed to have an effect. So he goes, "Yeah, yeah, listen to her. Yeah, yeah listen she, to her. She, 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 she knows what she's talking about. Listen to her. Keep, keep so talking. Keep talking. It did seem like they were on the same page at that point, but um, then." And then the president showed up with the Auror Squad. Oh, when he said, when he when she comes, he goes, if anybody harms this thing, you will answer to me. I'm like, that has got to be a powerful dude to like, say that to well, all those people. he's pretty much the head of the Auror. He's got yeah, the head of the yeah. American DMLE. Right. Um, Department of Magical Law Enforcement, sorry. But they don't listen very clearly because the president says, and you've got to listen to what your president says, apparently. Yeah, uh, president, commander-in-chief, happens. Um, the Obscurus gets destroyed, which, which is, is sad but also kind of obvious because we don't have the ability to go through uh, a happy ending where, you know, Credence gets saved and, you know, becomes a full wizard. Mm -hmm. No, that's not going to happen. Nope, he is um, killed. 
That was a crazy... Uh, which, is, uh, which is sad, but it's also real. And I appreciate the fact that it was... Uh, more yeah, it was more realistic than it... Ha- um, unfortunately, uh, in trying to contain this particular threat so that the whole of New York doesn't get swallowed by darkness, um, magic and the wizarding world at, as a whole has now been revealed. And um, that, of course, because no one can talk about... Uh, revealing something that big without immediately saying, and now there's going to be a war. Yeah. Um, So, Newt... uh, Well, we can't forget before we forget. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Graves did some Emperor Palpatine shit. Yeah, Graves does do some Emperor Palpatine shit. I'm not going to stand by and let them continue to control how we live, and uh, he tries to get arrested. And he did a lightning... When he was doing a lightning to... To new over and over again, boom! Yeah, and he was that. making the train tunnel, the tracks fucking whip up, dude. Yeah. So that's cool. Like it was, that was the magic we wanted to see. The yeah, whole that time. was. I wish that had been longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Graves gets brought to his knees. Well, but after he seemingly takes out at least fifteen dudes by oh, himself, yeah, he like, just walking like, dudes, just, just fucking. Boom, the president's boom, like, boom, holy boom. shit! She's like, fuck. fuck <laughs> yeah, shit, right. Shit. And he does it with he uses the swooping death. Or whatever, and yeah. it gets him, and then he seals his arms with something. I don't know exactly what it was. I think it was just a, I think it was just a bond. some type of something. thing. Yeah, and he um, goes. Re- then mm. Newt says that most powerful of spells, Revilio. I was like, what's gonna happen? Was he revealing? What's, I don't, what, what is he doing? I have no idea. <laughs> and then freaking Johnny Depp as Gellert Grindelwald uh, comes <laughs> comes out of nowhere, kneeling there. Now this is something we had said two weeks ago on the podcast that he was officially cast as see, Grindelwald when, when you see him in the very beginning. We thought that's all we were going to see of him because we, we heard he was in one scene in the movie. was yep. in the very beginning, the back of his head. Yep. Nope. Nope. They threw us off, man. I did not, I did not um, expect that. I was, kind of, I was, uh, I don't know. If I were Johnny Depp, I'd become disappointed that I did not get to wave a wand and as do, Johnny some Depp. Wizardy, he will. do some wizardy things as Gellert Grindelwald. Um, but I'm super excited to see where that goes. The fact that um, we know it was Grindelwald the whole time makes this movie yeah, so... That, I'm going to go back again and watch, because the wandless magic thing he was doing explains it. Grindelwald yep. is one of the most powerful wizards of the era. Now, uh, the, the necklace that he gives. The it's necklace. Not just, he's not just a follower. That's his necklace. <laughs> That's his fucking necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Now, like, I want to know, I want to know uh, if we're going to see Colin Farrell again. Like, I wonder if it's, like, an Albania-type story. I don't know. I want to, uh, probably not. My, my, my theory is that he killed the original... And Graves replaced and replaced them. That sucks, I mean, man. I that, really that liked makes, Graves. That makes sense. Could have had to have because that Graves well, I mean, couldn't. Every, every every move Graves did. Unless actually yeah. Unless really it like unless it was a Mad Eye Moody type thing. If he was using Polyjuice Potion to become Graves, he had to have been keeping him alive. Except Revilio doesn't work on Polyjuice. I know. So what the hell was he doing? Probably transfiguration. Presumably self transfiguration. But that's amazing. Uh, like that is amazing. Well, Grindelwald, Grindelwald was a, was as powerful as Dumbledore, and Dumbledore was the transfiguration professor before McGonagall. Yeah. So you have to assume that, particularly given what we know about Dumbledore and Grindelwald's history, right. that Dumbledore was tutoring Grindelwald at least a little tiny bit. Yeah, they learned also, a lot. Also, you got to figure with the power of the Elder Wand, which he might not have been using in the movie, um, presumably to help maintain the right um, secrecy. Because if I saw Graves with the Elder Wand, I'd be like, "Yeah, it's like what the what, fuck? that's not right. Graves' wand." That unless he was disguising it as well, we don't know. We don't know. Um, but presumably with the Elder One, which has already been purported to being able to do things that normal ones cannot, no other wand can which do. we get from the end of the seventh book, is when he, when Harry repairs his wand with it. Right. Which is no other wand can do which that. Is not something that uh, nope. they didn't do that in the movies. I no. pissed me off. That that made that was the at the end of that movie. I was like, yeah, he's gonna repair his wand. Nope. No. Well, at the end of the books, they also put it back in Dumbledore's grave instead of break it and t- throw it into a chasm, eh, nitpicking later. Yeah. Um. So then. Uh, 
Grindelwald gets a parting shot, and uh, then we have to deal with the aftermath of yeah. York being exposed to all of magic. Yeah, he was arrested. So he was seemingly arrested. He goes, oh, you can't hold me forever or whatever, because we obviously know he's not held do forever. Really, yeah, do you really think you can hold me? No, it's like, I don't think so. We will do our best. <laughs> we will try. Right, so they're, uh, they're either going to put him... I, I wonder if they're going to fly him all the way out to uh, Azkaban, or if they're going to put him in Nomengard, or if they're going to put him in the uh, uh, U.S. equivalent. I have a feeling he's not going to be held for very long. No. His, his ta- the way from what we learned from the seven books is that his torment goes on. There's not a gap. Right. So right. he is not held prisoner for very long. Right. I no. guarantee. Like, it, a week at the top. You know, maybe. I'll like, give it six months. Yeah, yeah, at the most. I'll be generous. I'll give it six months. <laughs> yeah. Because <clears throat> um, he lets it. There's, you know what well, I mean? and, and given the amount of time that these movies are taking place over, you know what I mean, that... that the second movie is definitely going to be a time, more time forward. Oh yeah, and this, and but, and then, so it goes into the, the next scene. Man, has to be one of the best cinematic scenes of this movie with that yeah. Thunderbird and that potion thing. Uh, well, it's actually um, swooping evil venom. Yeah, and uh, we, it causes yeah, obliviation. It drops, yeah, it, uh, we get that drop uh, that it has remarkable obligatory properties. But it and, was so cool. that whole. But scene, he, and he also did say that it was a form of obliviation, that it wasn't necessarily as powerful. Right. See, in my, my eyes, is, it might not necessarily be as powerful as Obliviate itself. I have one it's issue. I have one issue with this, with the raindrop thing, is that when you have a wand and you use Obliviate on somebody, you have a utter control of what is forgotten. Right. When now, when that rain goes down, how is it choosing? Presumably, how how long is are they forgetting? Presumably, for? like, it was just short term memories. It was like past forty eight hours. Of right. Course. Well, there's yeah, also there's a plot everything hole. else they did in that time. There's gone. a plot hole here that I'm hoping one of you guys can clear up. That it was happening with people in their houses. Yeah, because the water they I think back in the day they they it was not illegal to contain rainwater. Well, back in the day, the way buildings got water was, was to from... contain rainwater uh, up on top of the Victoria. Hi guys, Obscurians are messed up. Porridge credence. Deep will rock that roll. Oh, Depp will rock that roll. Hell yes, he will. He rocks yeah. every roll. Sorry, Vicky, we didn't even realize it. So, so we, we've been—I've been staring at this thing over and over again, and finally somebody is talking on it. So I, but, oh yeah, Depp. I love his makeup too. Like it didn't—it looked like Johnny Depp, but it kind of didn't too. Like, it, it looked enough. It looked enough like Johnny Depp that we recognized him as Johnny Depp. But it looked enough like not Willy Wonka, Captain Jack Sparrow, and um, yep. he can do Big anything, any makeup that we were able to <laughs> that we were able to reconcile it with an entirely new character. Right. So and I'm I'm really excited to see what he does with Grindelwald. Oh my god! He always he always brings a level of excellence to his acting roles. Oh, nobody I mean, some could. Roles, some roles he's not perfect for Willy Wonka. I think they could have done a little better casting job. Better, yeah, well, but he still did the best job he could do. That could have been a better movie. But... <laughs> <laughs> Always um, could. Anyway, so back to the point you were saying about collecting rainwater, that would go back Yeah, because that's how yeah, they got um, water. Yeah, there were the water towers on top of buildings. That used to be how they collected water. Okay, that, ma- that makes more sense. Up, uh, through a sewer or anything. So it's not out of the question for that to be feasible. Because I was yeah. I was concerned of how that was happening and how people Jacob just wasn't getting... But what about people that were inside that weren't even touching water? Yeah. But they might not have been. magic. Um, yeah. Well, you got to figure that venom would have also been prevalent in the water vapor. Um, so as soon as breathe like, in. in any mist that gets yeah, in the windows true. and seeping in the cracks, and they didn't really have great waterproofing. So when it rained, you were damp anyway. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, and, and it's also fair to say that that the pow- that the obliviate wasn't as powerful because obviously Jacob was remembering things. Yeah, and baking them into his pastries. Yeah, yeah. he had dreams. He's like, he's like, how did you come up with these things? I have no idea. Like, right, and then when he sees Queenie at the end, what are we to assume? 
that she's fucking hot and he was like well he like reaches back and feels his thing yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah, well, so he's got be, something there, there. some latent fucking latent memories there but that's true of oblivion too um i mean except in the case of uh freaking gilderoy lockhart well because he, fu- <laughs> he, he fucking don't do oblivion with ronald weasley's ones yeah that's <laughs> your first problem there but even um from what we can tell for normal oblivion there's always some level of holdover um, that just, it's difficult to say whether or not everything gets wiped cleanly or not. Right. Um, which is why when you have someone who's skilled in Obliviation, that they're the ones that get sent out to Obliviate Muggles. And that's why Lockhart was so good at what he did, because he had a, a particular skill with Obliviate. Right. Like, um, it's also why in the fourth yeah, fourth one. Um, at the Quidditch World Cup where they had to keep obliviating the... Um, over and over again. Over and over again why they thought it was... Cr- like, because there's no real way to to tell how much you're taking and how much you're not. And right. it confuses the mind. Right. Because there are gaps where there shouldn't be. Yeah, there has to be a point where if, you obli- if you're obliviated too much, then it has to have some effects. Uh, men in Black do the little... Yeah, it has to, it has to, it has fuck to have you. some long-term effects. But, so we, you know, we end the movie with uh, Newt, Newt's leaving on the boat that he arrived in. He tells Tina goodbye. There seems to be a little love connection there, maybe. I don't know. He goes, because uh, cause then she goes, he goes, I'll send you my book. He goes, well, maybe I could give it to you in person. Yeah, she goes, yeah. Would you be offended if I brought it to you? He had tear, she had a tear, and he goes, that would be great. So, so but yeah. yeah. And that's how the movie ends. Now, the Easter eggs, we covered already. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. We covered every single one of them because yeah, we're sorry. smart. I kind of I kind of took over the podcast here, guys. I no, that's You fine. know what? That's cool. I, I, I want I, that. I'm to- we're totally down with Better it. Better than a guest coming in here and being like, yeah, oh, really. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, you have a natural yeah, you good. have a natural knack for talking. For, uh, talking I, and, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's because it. Theodore Whipple is an amazing dungeon master as well. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, you so have to have some type of speech uh, speech proficiency. Draft. His speech he he rolled a twenty on his speech before this uh, before this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that came naturally to him. But so, yes, again, thank you very much, Theo, for joining us. Uh, uh, no problem. Yeah, it was. Anytime you, guys, anytime you guys want me to come on, I'll be more than happy to geek it up with you. As oh, I said, perfect. man, pick your poison. Uh, well, I. It, okay, so right now he likes a lot of things that we don't do. watch. So um, I, if you guys ever do something on Doctor Who, um, so because I I do Doctor Who, I know I know you already have a Star Trek guy, but uh, Star Wars. Yeah, we have a lot of Star Wars guys, but yeah. But see, and, but we have a four-hour Star Wars special that we had oh, three okay. dudes on. So you're very, one oh, okay. any any more people? Sure, fuck yeah! Like okay. we just Lane and I kind of just sit back and moderate. Because then you know, because we like Star Wars, but go. these guys know things that I can't right. even believe. Like that. you think you went on tangents? Yeah. These guys. Oh dude, my like, god! You should listen to that special. Did you? If you don't, if you don't know the things they said, you'll learn you're, you're something. You guys are on SoundCloud, right? Yes, yes. SoundCloud, okay. so, iTunes, any, literally anywhere except for Spotify, you can get a podcast. Okay. We're the only Spotify has really strict rules about their podcast, but. Uh, um, anywhere else you can get them, you can. All right. Well, and of course, my forte is in fantasy settings. Um, I'm not a Lord of the Rings expert, but I do know a li- at least a little bit. Right. I'd be more than happy. To come you obviously knew you your Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings. And uh, obviously Harry Potter. We can make this a thing. Every every time, uh, granted, you're still in our lives or around us at yeah. one point. The next Absolutely. one comes out, we'll talk about that. No or... problem. And uh, of course, uh, for those nerds on who are expecting a Dungeons and Dragons. Thing, I will be happy to come on uh, with... Again, that would be us moderating and you guys talking, because we that's would have fine. to have you, maybe Ellis, and whoever else you would like. Yeah, that's fine. Um, It'd be your choice at that point, so yeah. whoever you think you could have a more, most intelligent dungeon master. And that's fine. You guys, if you guys can... If you guys can... No offense, Ellis Passmore, I appreciate you, and 
Love what you do, but you're an idiot. You guys would have to, uh, if you would want to do something along those lines, we'd be totally down with you preparing something okay. that you want to do. Because we would pretty much host you. Oh, is a okay. thing like because well, because okay, you know. like I said we don't know enough right that and, it would and, matter. and there are there is some time coming up where we there are various times throughout the year I should say where there are slow times where we are well, trying well, to find even so these coming up years we we have superhero movies out the fucking ass yeah. so there is plenty of opportunities for you to, say you like fucking Justice League and you really want to talk about it sure why not well like, I think I know someone else who would be better off doing that uh, who's that Dustin Teeter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know Dustin Teeter, he is a total nerd. I'm calling him out right now. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's been up here. We played D&D. I played D&D with him. Before. Yeah. Uh, he's a total nerd. And oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, he, he was very jealous of my uh, PS4. Uh, look, go look at my PS4. What's your PS4 right now? It's over there on, under my TV. You'll see it. He said that him and uh, he had to beat me up so he could take it. Oh, fuck. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> Joker skin. That thing cost me like the Joker on his PS4. Ladies, I think it's badass. It cost five bucks. Yeah, it wasn't that awesome. Best purchase ever. But But, all right, right. well, I've got nothing more to say. Go see this fucking movie again. Wonderful, one of the best movies of the year. I mean, all we have left is Rogue One this year, and we're done. Yeah, we're done with nerd movies. And and 2016, the end of the year, the end of the year special super fights. We will have more information coming up because that is less than a month away. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yes, the super fights championship, the first annual. Yep, Super first time ever. Is. We'll see if it, if it goes great. We'll do it keep again. Me on, keep me on point with that. Oh, I will. I will, I will totally request. Oh yeah, dude, you have that. you've appeared as a guest on the show. That automatically enters you. So in. quick thing. Next week we're going to be talking about the Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Arrow crossover. All yes. four episodes oh, are going to be crossover man, I episodes. Cannot wait, dude. The invasion storyline. I, I can't wait. We're going to see Supergirl, Green Arrow, Flash, all the Legends characters. On one screen at once. On I one can't screen wait. at once. It's going to be the awesome. Justice League movie. Like oh my god! I can't. The Justice, Justice League, League movie we wanted. We've <laughs> always wanted, and with the characters that we weren't expecting, and it's going to be absolutely dope. If you have not seen the trailer for Invasion, at this point, you might as well just not even fucking watch it and just wait and watch it because yeah. that shit starts tonight. Yes, starting with Supergirl. Starting with Supergirl. With Legends. Ending with Legends. And that's going to be crazy. So make sure you watch it in the order. Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends. Yes, always do it that way because... Just in case. You never just know. Just in case. But this week especially, you're going to want to do it that way. And if the if the actual crossover itself is as good as the trailer, then uh, we are in for some fucking nerdism. Four hours of fucking orgasms. <laughs> I can't wait to do <laughs> it's it. It's going to be awesome. Cause, oh, God. That's so cool. Yeah, and we didn't talk about that stuff this week, but I uh, should mention Kevin Smith's episode of The Flash was awesome. Yes. Um, Supergirls is coming up soon, but Killer Frost's episode was absolutely awesome. Absolutely. So, All on right, that note, gonna... I am out. We have talked for two hours. Any final words, Theo? Um, go see it, ladies and <laughs> You heard go it. See, go see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, go see Rogue One and then join uh, Deej and Lane here on Nerd Talkalypse to uh, talk about it. Absolutely. Because I had a lot of fun here, and this is this is actually my first appearance, uh, both on Podcast Live and actually listening to all this uh, nerd talk. <laughs> hey, hey, so, maybe you should start listening to our podcast. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, And we, we do try to tailor to our listeners. That way, if you aren't caught up in Arrow and Flash, you can tailor the listening experience. So, like, say, say we're talking about doctor strange but we also talked about everything else there's there's obvious points where you don't have to listen to flash and your own shit so oh. yeah but, in the in the show notes well, from whatever podcast you're listening to we've got time codes 
Nice. So you can do it. In some of them. Most of them. We started well, that Yeah, we started, started doing it again. But, but we also have it queued up with music and all that good stuff. Nice. So. Alrighty. Well, again, thank you. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio, or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.